Much like a popular television show says all the time, winter is coming. I don't know what show that is because I'm not up on my pop culture, but I will tell you this, winter is indeed coming and winter gets chilly. You know how you can counteract chilly? You know how you can counteract cold? Clothing. That's right, the more clothing you have on, the better a chance you have of surviving those frigid temperatures. You know what the color of this particular winter is? Gray. You didn't know that? I don't know what it really is either, but I can tell you it's gray because it fits into my agenda. And my agenda is to let you guys know that you can fight those frigid temperatures by wearing the Orsini's Uncensored Mind official t-shirt. It's a sports gray. It's very needed. It's very nice. You guys can get that by going to ProWrestlingTees.com backslash AJOUM. Anybody house, listen to my daddy's soul. Orsini's Mind. Warning, the following episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind contains explicit language and adult content. The thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of A.J. Orsini and his guests exclusively. But seriously, guys, the show's called Uncensored. If you got a problem with bad language, I really don't give a shit. Only once a year, 30 of the biggest WWE superstars battle to become a legend. One ring, the winner goes to WrestleMania. Who will be the one? Welcome to Orsini's Uncensored Mind, and now your host, AJ Orsini. How the hell is everybody out there? This is your boy, your main man, your Jeff's old brother from another mother. This is your host of Orsini's Uncensored Mind. I am AJ Orsini, and this is episode 73, and one year ago, I spent big money... <laughs> <laughs> on a brand new mixer because I was starting this podcast in my humble beginnings. I actually have it right here in my hand right here. My old uh my old I still use it for my individual shows, but this is my old mixer here. It only fit one microphone on it that was doing solo shows, but I was determined to up my equipment game, get more voices, more opinions, more controversy on this show. So I sprung for the big man, Majama. We call her Bertha. She's a big, beautiful bitch. She's sitting right here on my brand new wine and cherry table, a cherry wine or something like that. I'm a little dyslexic at the moment because I got that Colt 45 so coursing through me, folks. But big Bertha's big ass is sitting right here, and it is not alone. She's got multiple plugs in it like the good hoe that she is and i've got guests here who are going to join in on the conversation but i will say this one year ago i did my very first multi-person you know the, the little round table it was the royal rumble round table i did it a year ago one of my best shows ever i already said a few weeks ago what my 10 highest rated episodes are that is one of them 
And it definitely was a good time. I got some great opinions on that show. Two men joined me on that show. Both of those individuals were invited for tonight's show, and they shit the bed. That's right. They were too busy being grown men. One of them has to work, and the other one's watching his kid. Bunch of pussies. They're off doing their thing. They got clipped at the groin, but I'm here with two real men today who are going to join me. And we're going to do this podcast here tonight. One's making his return, and one is popping his cherry on the show. I'm going to start with the return. My main man, one of my best friends in the entire world. The man knows his business. He knows his wrestling, and he's here again. This time, we're talking specific shit, so I expect a lot more from you tonight. <laughs> of course, I'm talking Mr. Alexander Paul Green. Paul Green, what's going on, buddy? Hey, man, what's up? What's up? Just what happy is, to be here. Definitely happy to be here. You were here for the first time also in the new House of Oak. Yes, you yes. was in the old House of Oak more than any other human being not named Ling, <laughs> you were in that house, and uh, this is your first time here in the new house. Yes, it is. Did you get the tour? Did the wife give you the tour yes, of the she new did. apartment? She did. This house fucks my old house in the ass. It, it just completely destroys everything that we thought home was. This is a brand new place. Uh, we we have yet to unpack, as you can see, everything. Everything, there's most of it still in boxes. My uh, excuse me, Bert. My wife has been dealing with some health issues. I've been dealing with health health issues, so we haven't had a chance to really unpack. So, welcome to the new house of all. Welcome back to where mm-hmm. CDs Uncensored Mind. And of course, I have a new, a new, new, new guest. He his he still has his hymen. He's he's here for the first time. I met this young man uh, about a year, about a year ago, two years, about two years ago at Violence and Suffering, a show that I used to work for back in the days. Matter of fact, it was the, the one promotion that booked me as a manager until I started getting booked in other places. But it was the first. It was Violence and Suffering. And, of course, I was the manager of the GOAT, greatest of all time. And I met a young man by the name of Matthew Caraballo. Caraballo, yes. I always... The people who listen to this show know that I'm terrible with last names. I'm still trying to get Ian's last name together. It's far too Jewish for me. I'm still trying to figure it out. But we met a while ago. I'm not sure. Were you phot- photography that in that particular show? What was your job again in that particular show? I was literally you was just there. ring crew. I was there. I actually had a spot in the show and everything. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, we got talking, we got to conversating, we hit it off pretty good. We've been conversating ever since. And uh, I wanted new voices, I wanted a new, I'm doing all new 2019, I'm going in different directions here. So I was going to add you guys to the old voices, kind of pass the torch a little bit. But of course, like I said before, the dickless young men who, were, <laughs> who are not here tonight are home. I'm fucking with them. They're all doing what they're supposed to be doing. But I, I am here with you guys here today. Uh, wifey's asleep. Mrs. O will not be making her usual cameo when it comes to the round table because I usually have guests and then every now and then my wife chimes in on some shit from the background. That will not be happening tonight. She is KO'd. And I don't mean Kevin Owens. I mean knocked the fuck out. She's in the other room completely unconscious. I might have to check on her when this is over. But we're here today, ladies and gentlemen, to discuss the Royal Rumble. It is tonight. It is game time, folks. We're going to be in Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona. It is the 32nd Royal Rumble, I believe. 32nd Royal Rumble. If anyone's keeping count, I doubt any of you are since most of you have shunned WWE by now, but that's fine. <laughs> the Royal Rumble is here tonight. <laughs> They're all shaking their heads. That's, that's, that's very valid. It's a good point. But we are here to discuss the Royal Rumble. And normally when I do these roundtables, the, 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 the format is usually all over the fucking place. 
I usually like to leave room for a little healthy discussion. We get some conversation going. But alas, tonight I have decided to be a professional. And I'm going to get all the heavy lifting out of the way nice and fucking early. And then we'll have time for all of our conversation. Plus, I figure no one's drunk yet. We're just now started drinking. You might be farther along than the rest of us. My man just took Jim Bean Honey to the chest. So about 15 minutes in, he will be burning soon. He's he might just it. need a shot, like yeah, a shot to wake yeah, him up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. About an hour from now, no, about 30 minutes from now, he'll want to re-up. That's why he's got that Arizona can sitting in the fridge. He thinks he's slick, but I know the strategy. I burned myself, by the way, before you guys got here. Oh, I was making some food for the family because I, too, am a good husband. And the rice pot bit me, mm. son of a bitch. Mm. You know, we're, we're spitballing now about stuff about the Royal Rumble, and that's all great and good. But tonight is the night for this edition of the Royal Rumble. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. I usually save these things for toward the end. But like I said, I want to get all the heavy lifting out of the way now. That way we can have a little bit more freestyle fun later on in the show here. Mm. So let's talk about the pay-per-view. Let's talk about the 2019 Royal Rumble. And at first, we're going to kick this whole thing off with the actual kickoff show. Let's start off with the Fatal 4-Way for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. The defending champion, Buddy Murphy, will be defending his championship in a Fatal 4-Way against Akira Tozawa, Hideo Itami, and Kalisto. In a Fatal 4-Way match here, you are shaking your head. Look, Listen, on paper... This match sounds dope on paper, <laughs> but all four of these individuals, I'm sure, will be handcuffed, not just by style, but because they're on a major pay-per-view, they're on a kickoff. Who knows what they're going to be allowed to do, and who knows how long they'll have to do it. So I don't want to ask if this match will be good or great. Just give me some points of that. What are you looking forward to in this matchup? Oh, man. You want to oh. go first? <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, you can go. You know I'm a big cruiserweight guy. Obviously, because of your WCW connection, yeah. I see a bunch of nice spots happening, uh, but I think Buddy Murphy, they just put the belt on him recently. Well, not it hasn't recently. been that recent, yeah. He's just been a really good months. champion thus far. Yeah, 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 I think he's going to retain his belt. I don't. I like Buddy Murphy, there's, though. There's he's no, really good. There's no real storyline on 205 with those other three guys going after the belt. It's like kind of just thrown no, together. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. See, you just, you just revealed yourself because there are storylines coming into this mm-hmm. title situation. Not huge. But see, that's the point. That's why I wanted to talk about this matchup for that exact reaction right there because 205 Live is a completely different show now than when it started. It's actually very entertaining. Right. Triple H got a hold of it, so he's slow burning shit. It's not very well thought out storylines. They're not complicated. They're not overthinking. They're kind of keeping it basic. For two, I think for two reasons. A, I don't think people are watching 205 Live with the patience they would for any other show. So you can't do these really intricate fucking storylines. And two, I don't really think a lot of these guys can do intricate, complicated storylines. They're more known for their athleticism and their style. So he probably just lets them concentrate on that. Buddy Murphy is the champion as far as the three Having a story with Buddy, not so much. I'll give you that. But Kalisto had to climb through how much garbage to get into this match in the first place. The Lucha House Party has been kind of on a roll in 205 Live. Kalisto had to defeat uh, Leo Rush to get in. Mm -hmm. That was his qualifier. Hideo Otami right now is in a vortex. If you look at Noah videos on YouTube, you will not know that it's the same fucking guy who's competing for this championship uh, tonight. And this is going to be an opportunity for him to show a wide audience now, a pay-per-view audience, a general WWE audience, what he can do. Uh, Tizal was probably the most over guy in this matchup. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he, he, to me, he's definitely not going over in this matchup because I just don't think he needs to. 
I think he's going to be giving rubs to a lot of other people in this matchup. But I'm looking forward to it because I, I would much rather... Because on 205 Live, they actually have time. Mm -hmm. But I think for 205 Live, and I don't know if you've seen the show enough to confirm oh, or deny, but I'm a, I'm a 205 the longer live the match goes on 205 Live, the less of the athletic shit we get. Mm -hmm. They start turning more. Once you get past 10 minutes, now you're in WWE zone, so they start doing WWE shit. Yeah. The shorter the matches are, the more spotty, as you said, they can get. So a seven, eight, nine minute match, you're going to see just ping, 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 ping. You're going to see a bunch of shit. So yeah. as far as the kickoff show, I know it's the Royal Rumble is probably going to be a two-hour kickoff because they can't not have their balls in their hands for as long as humanly possible. I would prefer this match to be quick, fast, and in a hurry. Just mm -hmm. flip the four guys, go in there, and just literally beat the shit out of each other for a good ten minutes. Uh, that's what I think is going to happen. What do you predict, Matt, is going to happen in this matchup here? Honestly, you see it going long, <laughs> short? I think it's going to go about a good ten. Mm -hmm. A good ten because they have it's the kickoff show. Right. Which I still feel that title, that class should have a you know main card because Spot, you know yeah. back in the days WCW days cruiser rates always had the main card. There was never like a pre card. It was like always a dark match for them. Yes. But my thing is, why not put the cruiserweight title on the main show? If you put it on the main card, you're gonna get more eyes on it. Meaning, you get more eyes, you're gonna get more eyes watching the network. Well, you got a lot Just of high-profile matches on the main card. As oh, it is. of course, we're gonna get to them in a second. But, but I uh, would want to see Buddy Murphy mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. the main card yeah. to retain his title on the main card because then it's gonna put more eyes onto a five live, get more viewers. Why not get more talent and make it a lot more better? Have them work between all shows because they are yeah. the two hundred five crew. Right. I think your point was already proven because if you look back at Survivor Series, I think Buddy and Mustafa was the best match on the card. That was the best If match. not the one of the top two or three, I think it was the best they match on the card. They killed each other. Their and, I think they did, <laughs> yes. and I think they did get a bump from that, which was why Mustafa got moved because I think Mustafa was a big reason 205 started to go up a little bit in interest in viewership. It was trending a little bit more and Mustafa was killing it. His entrance is off the hook. The guy bumps his ass off. He has amazing matches with just about everybody. That's if true. you go back to the Cruiserweight Classic, Mustafa Ali was never on my fucking radar. Never. I didn't even know who nope. he was, to be honest with you. And when you watch the vignettes about him putting it together, a lot of I was not the only one. There to were be 100%. a lot of people. He was very low on the fucking list. And how he got on the Cruiserweight Classic, yeah. Ibushi was on my I mean, radar 100%. Yeah, well, I mean, look, I mean, look at the guys that were in that Classic, Ibushi, Sabre, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. I mean, even Grandma Talit, to a, to a degree, had like mm -hmm. a big Mexico following. He was just some dude from Chicago. Cedric. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, yeah Cedric like, has a following. Like, they had some huge fucking names in that tournament. TJP, so, and, uh, Kendrick. There was a lot of guys with fucking mm -hmm. esteem. And then here comes Ali, and I, he was not. I look back on that classic now and how all those guys turned out. Even the guys who didn't sign, who are like in still doing the thing in New Japan, Ibushi, obviously, Zabra, who just got mm -hmm. his chest reshapened by Walter before he got uh, signed. <laughs> um, Mustafa, that to shot. me now, is pound for pound one of the best performers on the planet. Of course. Like over the course of the last year, he's just upped his game so crazy. If you go to YouTube and check out, if you get a chance, real wrestling fans, if you get a chance, go to YouTube and check out Ali's training videos. Just the training videos, the chains the and the kind of, he's a beast. I'm like, this kid is crazy. So I think your points are already kind of been proven. I think it's a very valid point. I think people would pay more attention. If, if anything, if not for nothing, even if you don't gain more viewers, 
at least for the viewers that do watch, kind of solidifies it. It makes it seem more legit. Like I, I, I feel better watching this now. I don't feel so underground. This is a part of the product. It's a part mm-hmm. of the WWE. Not only that, why don't they mix it up a bit? My, my thing is this. I think this is the Fatal Four because Buddy's been fighting the same guys for like the last. Oh, no, of four course, or five they're mixing months. it up there. But I'm saying mix it up with the whole 205 Raw crew, SmackDown crew, NXT crew. Meaning, why don't you throw out a match like Cedric Alexander versus the Finn Balor? Well, it's funny you mentioned visuals that. There. It's funny you mentioned that. My wife and I were just talking about this the other day because I was I was reading an article to her that I had found uh, where Triple H was doing a conference call, and he is of the belief that the whole brand thing um, should be just that, instead of just using the name whenever it fits the, the narrative or the scenario, that it should legitimately be that. He doesn't believe in quote unquote main roster. He thinks it should be a Raw brand, a SmackDown brand, an NXT brand, an NXT UK brand, a 205 Live brand. That's why now we do see Mustafa moving to SmackDown. That's why we do see mm-hmm. UK talent going to NXT and NXT talent going there. My big thing, I've said it on the show a thousand times. You've heard me say it because you've listened to my show. Uh, I've said before, NXT is not a brand. I have an episode called NXT is not a brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's only because... Talent goes up, it never comes down. It's a feeder system, it's developmental. However... They just did that the other day, though. Right, I was just going to say, it's starting to change. Because the argument that I made on that episode was, when the talent starts coming from up down, it will be a brand. Because now we're interchanging talent, we're telling Mm -hmm. stories together, Mm -hmm. we're a part of the same system. Now they're doing that. That's why when people started moving to NXT UK... People were a little confused at first because they're like, but they were NXT guys. And they're like, why is Dakota Kai in the UK? Tony Storm, she's an Australian. Why is she in UK? I thought this was just going to be, but now we're learning. It's it's the UK is more of a style. Mm-hmm. NXT is more of a style. SmackDown and Raw have been different for years. We all know that SmackDown's the wrestling show, Raw's the entertainment show. It's always yes. been that way, yes, but exactly. it's always been subconscious. Now here's Triple H saying. This is what it's going to be. Raw is our flagship show. It's the entertainment show. We do promos and stories and give birth to hands and we do all kinds of weird shit. Mm-hmm, SmackDown, mm-hmm. we put our best wrestlers on. They go out there to tell stories with their bodies. NXT is the more indie style, athletic, hit each other in the face. UK is more of a hybrid of NXT and it includes... That's what Triple H wants to do. So again, you're two for two here because I think that's exactly where they might be headed with this. Global branding, there's really no room for quote-unquote developmental. That's what the PC can be for. We don't need NXT to be the PC anymore because that's what it was originally. Yeah, it was. NXT was yeah. just a showing ground for the PC talent, mm-hmm. which is what our NXT shows are. They're main, they're main stars or NXT stars, quote-unquote, against job guys. It's 93 Raw. That's what NXT is. Pretty much. The takeovers are great, yeah. but I can't, I can't sit through the weekly shows because they're fucking garbage. They, they, it's just the main guys looking good, beating up the young jabrones, and it's like, all right, cool. I remember when 6 won. That was cool. So we just move on. But this is my thing. Okay. Recently, well, in fact, I think it was, it was Friday. No, Thursday. They had a show in San Diego. Um, Connor Reeves came out, was talking junk about San Diego. Of course, who's a San Diego guy? Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. He comes out. Reeves attacks him. They do their little scuffle in the ring. Who does a six one nine? Rey Mysterio. Connor Reeves. Bumps it like he was the rock taking the stunner. He better. Goes out the ring, <laughs> yeah. comes out, Mysterio's over. When you said, when talent comes from up and goes down, exactly. who would not want to see Ricochet versus Rey Mysterio on an NXT platform right. or, or a WWE platform? Or a SmackDown, oh, right. Because we've already seen it in 
one other place before because I've watched it. Well, you know, it's funny. You know, so. I don't think Triple H came up with this shit out of his head on his own. There's got to be a bunch of Raw and SmackDown going, I fucking want Gargano. I want Tommaso. And a lot of these guys have already wrestled them. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. look, look, here's my fucking match with him the last time. We can do 10 times better than that now. Leo Ricochet. Why not? Yeah. Shifty does that. Uh, Leo, Leo Cedric. Why don't we see that happen again on a bigger stage for a title? Yeah, I, I, I just said, I think all three of them. In a ring. I Why think not? the old man's fine. <laughs> and a lot of people usually give the old man the criticism. They say Vince is out of touch. He's old because he gets to make the final decision. And to a degree, evidence is proof, right? He's he's the crazy old man. He sticks to his old guns. He's still booking Raw like the Attitude Era. He's he still is. going through the Monday Night mm-hmm, War. So. So when the McMahons came out that last time and they were just like, oh, we're going to shake things up, I'm like, yeah, okay. But I didn't realize at the time because everyone's looking at the show going, okay, let me see this change. That's not where the change is. The change is up here. It's the mentality. It's the thing in the back. Mm-hmm. That's what they want to change. They want to change how they're doing the fucking show, not the show itself. That's not changing, folks. No. Raw, the way Raw is, is the way that Raw is. That will be like that forever. If you don't like that, that's fine. That's why they're saying we have different flavors. You don't like the blueberry? Try the raspberry. Okay, just keep coming back. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. NXT is the most expensive indie company on the planet. You just come and you watch that, yeah. and uh, yeah. pretty much. And then you come in, and, and NXT has the benefit of being flexible. You can't take an indie guy. Whoa, excuse me. <laughs> you can't. That one snuck up on me, folks. You can't take an indie guy and pluck him on Raw and expect him to do well. It just doesn't work like that. Certain guys. There are certain guys. Okay, I'll take that back because AJ came out of nowhere. But yes. But the point is, is that, but see, again, when people come back at me with that, I always tell you, uh, I tell people, the exceptional will. Okay, the exceptional, yeah, the exceptional will. will. Okay, 99% of the time like it doesn't work out that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put him on the main roster. You, you could, he's yeah, going he to could, He could, yeah. Because he's making, an, he's almost like AJ where he's doing, he has that crossover appeal now where people who don't really watch New Japan are now going, hmm, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Who is this character? But the real fans are like, oh my God, who which brand is he <laughs> yeah. going to go to? Where yeah. is he going to go? Trust exactly. me, we're going to get to all that. Let's, let's finish, just, let's continue on here because we just spent 10 minutes on one pre-show match. So let's move on to the next <laughs> shit here. Actually, I might edit most of that and change it around a bit because that was really good stuff. But let's stick to the pre-show stuff here. Rusev. Defending his United States Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura. You told me, this is a back of the way, this is a kickoff match. So you told me before you got here, you were watching some of the old Rumbles, you were watching some of the best stuff. I too was watching Rumble. Yes. I watched last year's Rumble while I was doing the dishes and cleaning the house and doing husband things. I was watching 2018 Royal Rumble. I watched it from beginning to end, and uh, I forgot <laughs> how over Shinsuke Nakamura was. One year ago. Oh, yes. The Japanese From the Rumble. moment he, the he Jap- entered, exactly. I believe. Japanese it, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That was uh, the Japan Asuka, Rumble. Yeah. Japan Rumble. Fuck you, New Japan. Huh? Huh? We can put them up there, too. <laughs> oh, what's that? Stardom? You want to? Fuck you, too. Stardom? What? So he came out number 14. That puts him in pretty much halfway in the Rumble. Yeah. So he's there for most of the time. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, every chance they got, she's Nakamura. Down to the final six, Nakamura. Fatal four-way, Nakamura. He throws fucking the last guy out. Place goes nuts. Everyone's buzzing. Everyone's talking. It's the trending. It's the worldwide mm-hmm. thing. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yep. Finally, big stage, headlining WrestleMania, where he fucking belongs. Let's fast forward, gentlemen, to tonight. <laughs> the oh, winner man. of last year's Royal Rumble will be the challenger of a secondary title on the kickoff show. 
You first, my friend. Go ahead and oh try to God. figure and make sense out of this garbage. In the past few years, I don't know if we've noticed this, that this he has started, happened. He started in the past few years. Folks, he's about to fucking let go. Go ahead. Past open few the years, chest. We, see the, we see the man who was on top mm-hmm. wins the Rumble. Yes. We forget he wins the Rumble, <laughs> goes to Mania, wins the title, or loses the title. Right. And then the following year, kickoff show, or gets eliminated midway through the Rumble. Why not give them some steam? Why not let them go to the final four or the final three in the Rumble? Then get eliminated. Why not? Because like I had said here when I came and sat down, oh, wow, I forgot who won in 2012. Uh, Seamus. I completely forgot who won it. Because why? A lot of people were focused on somebody else winning it. Seamus won it. Okay, cool. Seamus won it. I was super fan back then. I'm like, oh, my God. It's Seamus. I wanted oh Jericho to Kevin win. Hart. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm oh like, I, I wanted Jericho to win because I've been the Jericho, Jericho holic at heart since he was Lionheart. Of course, since he was with the Thrill Seekers. Was it out there? El corazón de la Leon. Exactly. <laughs> I was always a Jericho fan. So when Jericho mm-hmm. got eliminated, I'm like, son of a bitch. And then, of course, you know, right. Seamus wins. Seamus goes on. Chris Jericho goes on to become a nobody. And I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually had the feud with uh, CM Punk, I believe, after that. Yes, he did follow. Yeah, it was uh, funny. Seamus wins the Rumble, but Jericho goes to WrestleMania to fight for the championship. Exactly. He still goes for the title. And then oh, not shit. only that, but who else goes for the title mm. and wins it in eight seconds? Oh, yeah. Seamus, Seamus against Daniel Bryan. Yeah. With the kick, the broke kick, and that was it. And that was the, that was literally it. His career killed pretty much exactly because right? right after that he lost run. the title and everything went downhill from there. Yeah, Sheamus had like what a five six month reign with the world heavyweight championship. And exactly, then gone for good. But honestly, was done. I feel the two talents they have on the pre show with the U.S. title. We've all seen Rusev with the U.S. title before. He reigned supreme with it. I was gonna say I don't we're, mind we're heartbroken over Shinsuke. Fucking Rusev Day, Rusev, man. Rusev is what always, is it gonna take? I've always liked him <laughs> and I've always wanted to see him with a world heavyweight title. Yes. But I don't know when that's gonna happen. Now I don't know. Ever gonna happen, possibly, because you know you got Mustafa Ali and everybody now gunning for that title. But you're fancy. Is that Snapchat on your watch? Yeah, I got Snapchat on oh my, my watch. Oh my god, wow. you've got money. So, my thing is this Rusev <laughs> retains. Yeah, there's no reason. Yeah, exactly. Shinsuke goes on to the. Are they both rumble. in the rumble? Yeah, they're gonna both be in okay, the rumble, right. of course, because you know people who have titles can be in the rumble, except for the heavyweight titles. Less unless you're Sami um, Zayn or Kurt Angle or Randy Orton. You never know about Sami Zayn. <laughs> you know, we're gonna probably get well, to Zami that. Well, Sami did so it last either. year. Remember, he was in the world t- uh, the WWE Championship match. They jumped Ty Dillinger and he got in. Exactly. That angle's been done a few times. Randy snuck in. Exactly. Randy, yeah. But you know, I feel. The fact that they None are better than sh- Edge beating Kofi Kingston oh up in the Elimination God, yes. Chamber. Still the greatest entry into Don't get me started with Edge. Can do two Elimination Chambers in the same fucking night, baby. Lose a championship in the first. Don't get me started. Win a championship in the second. Don't get me started with uh, Edge. I'm the biggest Edge head. You're so an Edge Don't head. get me started. Speaking of Edge heads, your team is back. Uh, Ryder and Hawkins. I know. I'm happy about that one. Yeah, I'm actually pretty shows. happy about that. But no, nah, like I, I feel Shinsuke and Rusev are gonna have a good pre-show match. There you go. It's probably gonna go a good maybe 10, maybe 12. Okay. But Rusev will retain because I like this little feud that they got going on. I, it's it's interesting. It's not like John Cena Rusev. It's completely different. Two foreigners fighting each other. Amazing. Paul Rain, Rusev and Shinsuke, who you got going over on this one? Rusev. Has to uh, retain. Uh WWE has no clue what to do with Shinsuke at this point. I don't think they have a clue. See, here's the thing. When people say no clue, I think they have clues. I think they know that these guys are talented. 
It's oh. just they can only. P- no, can no, that's not what I mean. What I mean by that is, is like, who has Shinsuke wrestled on SmackDown since he's got there? It's either AJ every other week. Uh, that's not true. And he has wrestled a litany of losers this entire time that he's been on fucking SmackDown. Uh, let me see. <laughs> can't even remember. AJ. No, you can't remember. It's um, all Jeff lower Hardy. He wrestled AJ for like six months. Yeah, Jeff Hardy, a loser, like I said. See, he wrestled AJ for six months. Jeff Hardy for three months. No, nothing came became of him. Yeah, and Jeff Randy. Hardy, Shinsuke. Not exactly. Did he have a short match. thing with Samoa Joe? Uh, not a as run. not as like, a heel. Not as a heel. Not no. as a heel. Yeah, there's right. been there's he been did. nothing for him on SmackDown. It's like he's floundering in the waters. Yeah, there's because if he him. moved to Raw, that would be so much better for him. No, <laughs> SmackDown's the best chance he has. It's just there's so many different people coming up now. I mean, even at this point, Mustafa probably has more stock than Shinsuke does on SmackDown. I mean, his his recent his best match was the Survivor Series match against Seth. That was his recent Granted, best, but, best match. Right? Come on, you got Seth Rollins. It's in Seth Rollins, right? You'd have to be a fucking but epileptic I mean, with two missing feet. But I mean, not Shinsuke have a good got match to be Shinsuke. Exactly. I mean, he got to be Shinsuke in that match. My son right now could get at least three stars out of Rollins right now. Hey. <laughs> if Rollins would bump and well, feed for him. Well, too. Ambrose can't get three stars. Yeah. Well, listen, that's a whole other fucking. You heard me bury that fucking match. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, half not their fault because of the positioning. Half they just fucking fell asleep. I don't know what the fuck that was. That wasn't them. All right, we're gonna get to the main roster here now, guys. We're gonna get to the main roster. Uh, I'm gonna go. There's no particular order, obviously, because we don't know the order except for my wife, who always gets the order right. Uh, but we're gonna start off with the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship: The Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus versus the greatest tag team in the world, The Miz. And Shane McMahon. And I say it that way because that's how they say it. They really call it in the announcers every fucking week. The greatest tag team in the world. It's like, can you abbreviate that like the world's greatest tag team? Can we WGTT these guys real quick? Because I don't really want to fucking say that every fucking week now leading up to leading up to the WrestleMania or however long this facade is going to continue on. Well, they're not the GOAT. Plug it out there. <laughs> Listen, they're not. They, as my old tagline used to be in BCW, they may be good, but they are not the greatest of all time. That's not going to happen at all. <laughs> I still love that line. I'm mad they don't use it. But the bar, uh, is this an easy night for the bar? I mean, this is going to be an interesting matchup, I'm sure. Shane will probably kill himself at some point, and the 100%. Miz will be the Miz. But mm-hmm. this is probably going to be uh, an easy one for the bar. They're just going to go in there. Uh, don't tell me you see title change. Ah, title change. Oh. Shock. shock title change. It would be a shock, actually, because it's like, who? I'm just curious uh, to see. Why put the tag titles on Shane McMahon? I I actually just want to see if him, if he's actually going to come out in ring gear for a change. Oh, listen. That would be great. I actually would. No, 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 no. No, Shane and matching Miz gear. In the Miz gear, though, did you see it with the all white? (laughs) Oh, my God. Great. They'll probably do that. That would be cool. If Shane came out in trunks. Yes. With the kick pads and the whole deal. If he came be. out super indie wrestler, I would be... F- they I, better go over. That's three stars <laughs> to start. Yeah, they would have to go they over. They have to Wait, go over. Shane's not losing in trunks. They can't wear white. It's like triple... Oh, yes. They can't wear white. They can't wear the white. White, white trunks are a death sentence in the WWE. You white asked Triple too, H yeah. about that one. Yeah. Can't, purple was also the death of him. I think so was red. Wasn't it red the Steiner match? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can only yes, wear black. Right. He, can, he only can only wear, wear black. black trunks. Yeah. He hates blacks, but black comes in handy for him. Didn't he have a couple? Of, didn't he wear some green trunks once? Uh, he mixed it up during that whole reign yeah. of terror thing. He, all of a sudden, he got it in his head that colors were good, and he woke up. It was fine. After he, he buried a few careers and remembered, oh, okay, I remember now. I'm so, <laughs> this is not my place is to wear black so trunks. So you got a shock title change? Yes. Yeah. So, oh, do you really think? Okay. I think you might be the only one at the table that believes that because... Oh. 
maybe you know what? I wouldn't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I wouldn't be shocked, but I would be disappointed. I'm like, come on. I mean, there has to be one title change on the show, and that one is gonna. I be agree, it. but I don't think that's it. I do. Uh, I agree that there's gonna be a title change here. I don't think that's it. I don't know. Man, that has stumped us. You have shocked the I world, mean, sir. You you got you me have there. shocked the world. <laughs> There's a reason why you got me. Because the bar has the title for a reason, even though they have great tag teams on think, SmackDown, Usos. But yeah. my thing is this. See, I feel the same way, but if they that do if they do do the title change, I think that throws the whole thing out the window. Yeah. It's that like, broke kick anything, was off the hook, though. I love yeah, that broke that was kick. Good one, yeah. He Shane ate that. Shane ate that. Oh, yeah, but Shane's the one guy where, like... eats everything. Exactly. He's the one guy where it's like, when Shane calls something, you better fucking bring hate. Yeah. Because he's just going to... He's not, he's going to... He will tear you up. Yeah, he will will bench you. Yeah, he'll tear you apart backstage. He's like, what, you think I'm some sort of a bitch all of a sudden? Bitch, I've fallen off Titan Trons. You think your fucking bro kick is going to... Bitch, you better hit me. That's why I... You know what? I love wrestlers that do that. I know you don't spend too much time backstage, Matt. You, you, no, you're yeah, working course. shows now. Yeah. When when a guy calls a spot, it <laughs> there it is. Lay it in. You better fucking lay it in. Because some, some, sometimes you get a vibe from a guy where he's trying to be safe. When a guy's trying to be safe, like I don't, it's like a doctor. All right. I don't want my doctor humble. I want my doctor to drive a Ferrari fresh from just fucking a hot bitch coming over here. His breath smells like whiskey. He's got a party to get to at four. Walks over. Bitch, your heart is in good condition. I'll be right back. I need a cocky son of a bitch. A dude who can do this shit in his sleep. That's the type of wrestler I like. I like a dude who can walk in the fucking door. What do you want to do? And then he says, what do you want to do? Okay, but I'll see you. It'll be like three hours later before you see the fucker again. You know? And, and Shane is one of those people. Shane's one of those people who was like, I don't give a shit what you call. When you do it, you better fucking do it. Because if, if you don't, when I call, <laughs> I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. And I might hit you harder because you didn't hit me the first fucking time. Yep. Okay? So you hit me, you know. Hit you I've been putting those be predicaments fine. before. I think everybody at some point has to be. <laughs> lay it in. Yeah, lay okay. it in. Because it was like one of my first matches. I'm like, yeah. ah, bang. I'm like, I'm going to hit you yeah, hard next yeah, time. And I hit him really good. That's what like, veterans are supposed to do. When you don't lay your shit in. Because when you're new, you, you don't really know how to hit. People mm-hmm. think that they could do like those little fluff things, those forearms. Happens all the time. How many times have you seen it? Young guy takes the guy in the corner, starts throwing forearms, and he's throwing him like a bitch. Guy calls an audible, pulls him aside, goes into the fucking corner, and fucking lays in. Lays the illest chop. Now, the point is... What you're supposed to get, because some people t- take that as, oh, he's taking advantage. No, no. Mm-hmm. Now you got me doing Kevin Hart. No, no. <laughs> they, they, you're, people think sometimes it's taking advantage. What that message is, is it's okay to hit. Yeah. You don't have to knock me out. Just fucking hit me. Don't listen to the fans. Don't listen to the marks. Don't sit here and believe in your heart that it's all fake. <laughs> in the ring, we hit each other. Yep. Hit me. <laughs> yes. So Shane, I, I always got the vibe from Shane because Shane will call something and uh, and you'll see the veterans like just toss him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King like of King of the Ring. The he, oh, yeah, man. there's the infamous Twice. story. He wasn't supposed to go through that shit. And he was and Kurt was just like, dude, stop. Because like, the, the, the glass it. wouldn't break. Do it. The last time he didn't even suplex, he just fucking threw his ass. He just threw him. He just threw it. He was so determined to go through and two And then on the other side, windows. he actually suplexed him through but, on yeah. the other yeah. side. And he landed on his fucking neck and he's <laughs> like, yeah. And you, you see the exasperation at Angle's face. He's just like all right, fuck, let's do it. I'm going to hear it from your father yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. I know dad's going to be mad or whatever, yeah. and you just, he just fucking chucks him. I think it's I think it's surprise. Surprise? I'm agreeing with him. I wouldn't be surprised, but at the same time, like, with gear. If, so. 
if that's the thing, that's the catch. We'll say it here on the show now. Shane comes out with the matching gear, they're going fucking over. 100%. 100%. I will fucking call you and be like, you called it, motherfucker. You called it. If he comes out, even if he's not wearing the tights, if he comes out with his normal Shane gear, but he's got the jacket with the headband and the glass, I'll oh. take that. I'll take entrance, entrance attire. Gear, yep. I'll take the entrance attire. And he's uh, going to wear those Jordans he got gifted. <laughs> All the specials, the yeah, customs. the specials, the customs, oh. the customs. Oh always my gets his customs, though. Whew. We're gonna jump. We're gonna dip a little over into the other side, folks. We're gonna go gender on this one, and we're gonna move over to the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. The Empress versus the Man, Asuka, the turn, the champion defending her championship against the Man, Becky Lynch. Let's not analyze first. Let us pick first. Paul Green, who wins this matchup? Asuka. Okay, that's your retaining. Who you who you get here? Who who's who's walking Becky. home with the gold? That's his title change. He Becky. thinks that Becky is going to win the championship. Becky's the title change. I disagree. I think Oscar will retain this championship. I am still under the impression that Becky winds up on Raw before WrestleMania. I think Becky. I don't know away. how. I don't know how you would make sense of it, but I think Becky Ronda is going to happen. And. The rumor is that Ronda would go to SmackDown because of the Fox deal, but now we've got new rumors that Ronda may not be around for that long. We'll see how that goes. I doubt it either. Three-year contract states, she's going to be around for a while. Yeah. But storyline-wise, the goal is to get Becky into the ring with Ronda sometime by WrestleMania. Yes. Rumble. Yeah. I think Becky's going to win the Rumble. If Becky, if, if Becky loses. But see, that's the thing. Time. We just spoke about this for the men. When you compete for the World Championship, you don't go in the Rumble. Last year, Charlotte, not in the Rumble. So, <laughs> her being in this matchup should eliminate her from the Rumble. Now, as we also said earlier, there have been some exceptions to that rule. If the man somehow finds her way into this Rumble and wins, I can totally see that happening. But, Didn't Bret Hart do that one year? Uh, he lost the title shot and then he went into the Royal Rumble? Which Rumble was that? 94? Wait, lose the championship? No, he lost against Owen early and then came in and won the Rumble later. But it wasn't for the championship. Was there a title on line? There was a title. I think it was the Intercontinental title he might have lost. No, you're confusing that WrestleMania 10. WrestleMania 10, he lost all one in the opening. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. WrestleMania 10. You're right. You're right. That was after the Rumble. He wasn't. Yes, that was after Rumble. You're right. You're right. You're right. When you're in the championship, technically, you're not supposed to be. But like I said, we've seen it before where the title didn't change. The guy didn't win the championship, but he found his way somehow by hook or crook inside the Rumble. Technically speaking, the rule has shifted over to the women. Thus far, we've only had one Rumble match, but yeah, they kept women, to yeah, exactly. it, where the person who was in the championship match did not enter the Royal Rumble. So this year, Becky's competing for the championship, which would put her out of the Rumble. Now, by hook or crook, chamber. if she gets in right, you can do an Elimination Chamber. Point is, I don't think she's winning that belt tonight, which is the reason why this match shouldn't have been booked in the first goddamn place, because Becky doesn't need to be eating losses right now. Especially if she's going to be going against who I can only assume will be an undefeated Ronda Rousey by WrestleMania. She's still the man, but last time I checked, when you're the man, you get fed com- opponents. You don't get fed to an opponent. Only, only way I see Becky winning this match is if they plan to screw Ronda later. Out of the title? Like, Becky wins, and then Becky comes out and interferes. Sasha wins. That forces Ronda to somehow go to SmackDown to get her revenge. Because she did that to Becky last pay per view, she came out pushed the ladder. Makes sense, over. but that's got, that, that's going to involve a lot of moving around. <laughs> but they're also the trying to push. If you haven't noticed, every single time Sasha finishes some type of promo against Ronda, 
she puts up her four fingers. Every single time I've noticed that hand gesture, whenever Sasha says something, mm-hmm. they're already kind of stirring the pot in NXT with Shayna Baszler and the other think, two. But I don't think, but they I don't think they're coming from... They're yet. not pulling the trigger at Mania. No. They'll probably appear at Mania, but they'll pull they'll that get trigger. It they'll get it started, and they'll pull that trigger for SummerSlam. Maybe SummerSlam. They may Survivor tease. Series. Or Survivor then. Series, because they can have a Survivor Series match. They could have a Survivor match. Series, yeah. Fate, no, four those two, against those the two four ladies horses. in NXT are not anywhere near ready to get in the ring. Not a big, high-profile They're ready. They're greener than shit. I've seen blades of grass less green than these two bitches. I really have. I mean, if you took all of the colors of the rainbow and eliminated green, you could replace them with the two bitches that were on the next season. It would be an equivalent <laughs> situation. Well, Dakota Kai just got they injured. Looked, yeah, wrestling they them. looked lost for a lot of that shit that I did see on the NXT show. I was I like, need the MMA fighters. They should have had a, like an easier way in no, with the grappling no. part. With the grappling part. But like I tell about, I think I've said it on the show before, when you're an MMA fighter coming into pro wrestling, it's a bit of a transition because well, everything course. in your body says, don't let them hit you. That's mm-hmm. the hardest part. For rookies coming into wrestling, the hardest part is bump. MMA fighters aren't afraid of bump. They hit the man all the time. Yeah. Their instinct is don't let him hit me. So they have to turn that part off. To sit there with your hands down and sell a punch makes no sense to them. Nope. It doesn't make any sense. They have to adjust to that. Kurt did it the best. Mm-hmm. But that was just because, and Kurt explained the best himself, I just turned every, everything off. That was how he transitioned. That's how he claims that he transitioned so well. I turned it all off. Yeah, he was a sponge. And just got beat up a lot until I figured out where to hit, when to hit, how to turn it on. And the trainers would like let him off the leash just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. The infamous McFoley story when Kurt Angle was wrestling Taz for the first time with the guard. Kurt was scared out of his fucking mind. He's like, why? He's like, I'm wrestling Taz. He's a suplex machine. He's this, he's that. He's, what, if, what if we go out there and he takes liberties, he takes advantage? He goes... You won a gold medal in wrestling, didn't you? I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, so technically speaking on paper, couldn't you fuck him up if you really wanted to? <laughs> I, was like, I mean, because at that point, he'd always been told to pull back. Yeah. So now here's Taz, ECW, extreme hardcore motherfucker, suplex, blah, blah, blah. And he's nervous. And Kurt's like, and Mick Foley was like, um, you're Kurt Angle. You're one of the best fighters in the world. If he takes liberties, beat his ass. Yeah. In the guard. Yeah. Now, here's the funny part. The other side of the story, Taz commented on, he was nervous. He thought Kurt was going to shoot on him. He said, if I suplex him and hurt him, he's going to fuck me up. I can't go out there and get embarrassed because everyone knew Taz was a gimmick. Taz wasn't really like that. That wasn't really him. That's the, He was just playing up to the shit. So it's like those dudes in the street corner. I could Facebook thuggery all I want. When I get in there, if I say something that pops off, he might punch me in my fucking mouth. That's what that was. <laughs> so he's ner- Kurt's nervous. Taz going to take liberties. Taz is nervous. Kurt's going to take liberties. And as you all saw in the match, it didn't matter. It was eight minutes, and they just had a kerfuffle. <laughs> they just did a yeah. bunch of shit. Yeah. Everything led to a joke out. Another Taz fan over here. Let's say. Oh, yeah. Hey, my original aim name was Taz PPB96. That was my original. <laughs> PPB was Paul, Paul Paul Bear, because that was my nickname at the time. So anyway. Oh, little fun fact. I'm on episode 73. I don't think I've ever said that before on the show. Yeah, yeah. Paul Paul Bear. I didn't even know what it was until I got that nickname. I had to fucking look it up. I was like, what the fuck is a Paul Paul Bear? And it was a cartoon show. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you trying to say I'm a little fuzzy bear, you fuck? Anywho, that was the SmackDown. Well, we did a lot of SmackDown stuff. Let's head over to the Raw side just a little bit here. Head Finally. over to the Raw side. <laughs> well, Story you know, it's funny. I'm looking, at the, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm looking at this card here. There aren't many, there aren't many Raw matches on here. No. So we're going to lead over to the Raw match that nobody wants to talk about because they find themselves in a pickle. It is for the WWE Universal Championship, The Beast, 
Brock Lesnar up against what could only be confused as a crash test dummy tonight, Finn Balor, who will be bumping and feeding for 20 minutes tonight. Uh, I hope he did his cardio because he's going to be thrown around a lot. Uh, first things first, do we see the demon tonight? A little bit. No. What the fuck is a little bit? <laughs> he said he's not doing the demon. We, Don't tell me he's going to do my plan. Yeah, my plan would work. Your plan would work. Huh? <laughs> no, no, not half. I, I pitched it? this idea. I, I don't think I did it on the show, right? I think I did it after. Did I do it on the show? I think we did it on the show last. I'm not sure, but I'll repeat it again. So my idea was is I wanted, because they barely ever do the demon. So my thought process is if you're going to fight someone like Brock, why don't you do something really special with the demon? So my idea was, and this is the first time you were hearing this, my idea was is why don't we start off the match as Finn? And the reason for that is because Finn gets the idea in his head. He really wants to feel like he can beat Brock. It's a lot like what they're doing with the Hulk, but in reverse, where Hulk's like, I don't want to come out because I want Bruce always uses me or whatever. I want Finn to be the other side, where it's like, I don't want the Hulk. I want to see if I can beat him as Bruce Banner. Let, let Finn Balor face Brock Lesnar and see what happens. And my idea originally, which they did not do because the show is tonight, but my idea was is that I wanted Paul Heyman to take Finn for granted but oversell the demon. Almost to the point of not afraid but concerned. We don't want to see the demon because that's a whole other bag of shit and we don't really want to deal with that. That type of deal. So that way when Finn plays off of the idea, well, don't worry about the demon. I don't fucking want... The demon involved in this. I can beat Brock Lesnar. That whole promo he did on Raw would have been fine. Just mention the the demon like one time and then that would have been cool. And my idea was is that Finn Balor starts to match off as Finn Balor. No makeup, none of that stuff. He's doing the whole deal. And Brock does his deal. Suplex, all this stuff. He's dropping him. And Paul's ringside just getting into him. Getting in his ear. Oh, you should. You messed up. You fucked up. You should have brought the demon. You should have did it. And just egging him on and egging him on. And then I want Brock to just fucking overhead over the top rope. Just fucking suplex him out of the ring. And he's doing this whole strut, the suplex city deal. And Paul's fucking getting into him and getting into him. And he's standing over Finn. And Finn gives him one kick. Boom. To Paul. Paul doubles, doubles back. And Finn crawls and he gets underneath the ring. And Paul goes underneath the ring and he looks and he can't find him. And he's looking around, ringside, he's pulling the apron up. He's like, I can't, I don't know where he is. And they start to do the smoke a little bit. And they're looking around, looking around, and Finn comes out the other side. And you know how when he comes out as the demon, it's like perfect. It's got that perfect, the teeth look and the 3D look and all that stuff. He's got his chest done up and a back piece. None of that garbage. I want him to come out of the ring with the paint just tattered on. Almost like he took paint in his hand and just fucking did all kinds of shit to his face. So he's not full demon, but you can kind of see him almost transforming into kinda the like demon. Venom. Almost like Venom, where yeah. he's transitioning from like Brock to Venom. And the more the match goes, the more demon he gets on him and he gets stronger and stronger. And he's huffing and he's huffing. He's built, and now Brock's selling it. Oh shit, here's the demon. It's full on demon. And now we're full. Now, and it's not perfect paint, but he's fuck it. Because now what you're doing. Because you're telling the audience, now you're explaining what the strength is. Because if he does go over, now if you do this, it's built up that whenever he accesses himself to that, he becomes even stronger. Now he can beat anybody. The size and the weight shouldn't even matter because when he gets into that mental state, when the pain comes on and his mental shifts, but we never see the shift. We always see him as Finn or we see him as Demon. With this idea with the paint, you can see him transition physically in. And if you got like a guy like Brock who's never afraid of anybody, afraid of anything. 
start to be concerned. You know that dumb look he gets on his face like, yeah, yeah. And here comes the paint and he's just adding yeah. more paint and more paint. And now Brock's takes his, I, I, I forgot to mention, Brock doesn't take a single bump up to this point. And now we're moving, 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 sling blade, bam, he takes his first bump and like, he's in full fucking demon and you're like, oh my God. Now the audience is like, he's gonna fucking kill this guy. It makes it fair. You tell the story about the demon a little that bit does better. Make sense. And right, right, and it doesn't have to be perfect because the 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 paint is intimidating, but the paint is just it's paint. Exactly. His mental state that changes is the important part of the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if he feels like Finn can do it, and they're just egging him and pushing him, and he starts to doubt himself, that's when the demon, quote unquote, takes over. Finn starts to get low confidence. Demon, t- it's like the whole t- the demon fucking takes over, and now Brock's in fucking trouble. And that was the idea that I have for the pain. World Wrestling Entertainment. If you're listening to this, <laughs> sign this guy to be a writer <laughs> right now because that, that makes a hundred percent sense. Even if he lost, but you the know match, what I thought about when I saw that line when I saw that fight. You know the f- first match that came to my mind was that Brock versus CM Punk because yes. CM Punk gave him a run for his no, money, and he actually bumped. For Punk right. that night, and it fit for and Punk, it would, it, and it would fit for Finn also to right. do that because for he the is same the best. exact reason though, Punk's match was different. If you look at Punk's match, it's different from any other Brock match exactly. there's ever been, and the reason for that is because Punk was the aggressor. Yep. In every match that Brock is in, people are responding to whatever Brock does. They're mm-hmm. trying to regain themselves. They're being suplexed down. They always fire up a comeback. Punk never allowed the comeback to happen. Now he got caught eventually. But that's why the match went 25 minutes. Like it went for a while. Exactly. Because Punk, it was a notice qualification match. He was able to keep Brock guessing. That's why that match is so revered Mm because it was different from the rest because Punk didn't get his ass. Even Triple H followed the formula of getting his ass kicked and fighting back and trying to overcome. Punk just beat the shit out of this guy for as long as he could. Now the beast overcame. Exactly. But then that's what I'm saying. In my scenario with Finn in the paint, even in my own match, my scenario that I'm booking this. I don't have him winning the first match. Even in that scenario, he loses. But the point is, is you got to across to the audience that when he's the demon, he's a threat. That way, the next time this match happens... He will be the demon on 100%. He'll be a demon straight up, and now yes. the audience goes, he's got a fucking shot. Because mm-hmm. now you have convinced people. Look at how everyone feels about this match right now. Everyone just assumes he's gonna. It's the formula. He's gonna get. It's the Daniel Bryan AJ Styles. He'll get beat up. He'll come back. He'll fight for a little bit. Eventually, he'll get F five to death because he weighs one hundred and eighty pounds. He'll get flipped like Shannon Moore a bunch of a bunch of fucking times. That's what everyone expects. I still have the heart for him because I remember Shinsuke versus Brock in New Japan. You know that was a little interesting match right there. <laughs> there you go. So so, when, so so that was my idea for the Finn Balor paint. I just like the. I don't think they're gonna do it tonight. No, I'm sorry. Of uh, that would they, be pretty they, awesome. They, I actually think that tonight, I don't I don't believe we see the demon at all. I think they're going to try to go the Finn Balor route. And they're going to try to see, because I think to them they feel the demon is a failsafe. Like in case of an emergency, break open window and pull out paint. I think if they can get Finn to look good against Lesnar straight up, when they do the paint, they'll be like, all right, well, now he has a fair chance. Well, I how just about don't... a promo before the match, like during the kickoff show, to egg on the demon? And then we see like something like a vignette of him breaking. I, I think the fact that it hasn't been mentioned once by now, I, I, I don't because it, it hasn't been it. mentioned at all. And I think Paul's smart enough to know that if we're gonna go that route, we should have did this a long time. Oh ago. no, of course Paul. Would now, from what I understand, and I know it's all rumor or whatever, but Brock's very much in favor of having this match. He likes Finn. He digs Finn. 
So I think he's going to bump for him. I think this, it'll be an interesting matchup. But Finally. I, I think it's going to be Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles all over again. I think he has his little guy, big guy formula that he likes, and that's the match we're going to get. Uh, that's why I said the idea with the paint, because you can have that same match, just add the story of the paint, and then he takes – because he eventually does bump. He bumped for, Actually, I think he bumps more for the little guys than he does for the big he, guys. He did bump for Daniel. I don't think he – I think mm-hmm. he bumped more for Daniel than he did for Braun. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Yeah. He definitely did. definitely did. When he fights big definitely guys, I, don't, I think he actually sits there and I'm not, I'm not taking a single bump for this guy. Especially when he two-pieced him. He's like, I'm not fucking for this guy. I'm not bumping for this guy. <laughs> but he respects the little guys, man. Yeah, plus Daniel's safe. <laughs> Finn, Finn, to a degree, is also safe, he's super, though. Yeah, no, he's, he's, safe. he's, he's safe. a pretty good mm-hmm. uh, competitor. Uh, the other Raw match. We're going to the WWE side, WWE Raw Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey, Sasha Banks. We've actually talked a little bit about this match already. You laid down your plan for the flip-flop here and get all these different pieces in place for the WrestleMania matchup. Matt, who goes over in this matchup? Are we still undefeated with Ronda Rousey, or does Sasha Banks pull the upset of the century? I do love Sasha, but Ronda's going to retain, of course. Because, you know, she's they, they have to bring over that most dangerous woman on the planet. They have to keep that going because oh. Stephanie always says it. Stephanie throws it out there still. That's so tagline. why not? Yeah, exactly. That's the tagline, exactly. So you got to keep that because that's the moneymaker right there. So keep it going till Mania. Have a fight, Becky. But my thing is, why not have champion versus champion at Mania? Think about that. Okay. What would what, what it comes out of that? What Like both championships on the line? Well, yeah, why not? Make one of the women rule it all. But have your little appearances from the four horsewomen trying to, hey, we're going to help our girl out. Okay, we're going to help our girl out. Kind of like when we had Triple H versus um, Sting at that main. Oh, Lord, that was a shit fest. I hated that. Exactly. Match. It was, but you know what? It was actually okay. It was nostalgia all the, for all of us. All the geriatric shit at the end. Exactly. It was kind of nostalgia for like, all of Sting us. Sting and Triple H were putting on a pretty solid match. They were. At least solid. Like, Triple H was. And then he Hogan was working his out. ass off. Once the NWO DX thing happened, I was like, okay. All that was right. a little nostalgia. It, it I was, was like, little... oh, it's NWO is DX finally was, for once. I was so in, like, The nostalgia would have worked had the match sucked. Because then I would have looked at the nostalgia and said, okay, this is, okay, this saves it. You know, it's like a little nostalgia. It was thing. a savior. The match was actually going pretty well. I think they well. actually probably booked that just, for, just in case. <laughs> as as go just in case we shoot the bed. Yeah, just yeah. in case we shoot the bed. I, I was disappointed with the whole match. My thing is, they, yeah, no, you're a big they can do that. From the intro. They can do that at Mania here, which would make sense. You have you have Becky versus Ronda. I still have no explanation for the Japanese intro of this thing. I I still to this day have no reason. I was he came came out in broad daylight. I was never given a reason. Came out in broad daylight. No, and then well, that's not his. He doesn't. He didn't invent time zones. Okay, he doesn't fucking know that. Like you know what I mean? He's not booking the fucking card. My other issue was his theme. You, you, you. Okay, well, look, it was the same theme. No. Okay, I, I didn't have the same vibe to it. No, I'm talking about when they introduced Sting for the 2K <laughs> video game, they had, the, vi- they, like had, they had the violins, they had all the guys dressed like Sting playing the violins. That should have been his intro. They should oh, have had the video game. Yeah, they, they yeah, should have had the, been it. Yeah. Had but it would have been later at night, though, their match. But that, that's why they booked If they would have had the Taker, orchestra. Taker and, uh, and Bray Wyatt around the same issue too. nighttime. If they would have done the evil. orchestra at night, I would have fucking popped. That, that would have been, been huge. Dope. That would have been dope. Like, the Japanese thing wasn't terrible, but it just didn't it just fit no Sting. Sense. I was exactly. like, what's the combo? But he tried to save it. If you look at the documentary for that pay-per-view, yeah, just like how he appreciates the culture and all that stuff. He tried to act like almost like he did it, but I'm like, no. No, I don't know about that, brother. No. That's a hard sell, bro. 
How the fuck did that work? <laughs> like, oh no, that's not that is gonna yeah. work. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, the uh, the uh, the, the, the that that particular match though, since we're sidetracking on that, like, it was actually solid. It was they, they, they weren't, it was they weren't doing that bad. And for not for nothing, Sting and Rollins wasn't that bad either until all things went until it went. It wasn't bad until it, it got bad. bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then again, fun fact about that WrestleMania too, we got a sight of the first sight of the four horsewomen because they were sitting yes. ringside. Yes. So that's why it would make sense oh, going into that mania. Spinning. Stop your you logic. See? Stop using reasoning in your argument. <laughs> that's not. There's no place for that here in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> but think about that. That, so, that would be actually pretty dope. So everyone here has Ronda retaining the championship here tonight here at the women's uh, championship. Yeah. Uh, so so far, your title changes the SmackDown tag titles. Your title changes the SmackDown women's title. Uh, women's title. Yeah. I have not mentioned a title change for myself. At all whatsoever. Which leads me to my next match. For the WWE Championship, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles here. It is the phenomenal one against the new Daniel Bryan. Not the old one. The Yes Movement is now dead, folks. It's the first big pay-per-view of the new Daniel Bryan. And I know I segued this perfectly and give you the insinuation that I am attempting a title change here. But alas, I am not. I do not have a title change on this card. I actually believe all champions will retain, including Daniel Bryan. I see Daniel Bryan walking with the championship. There's zero re- need for AJ Styles to win the championship right now. He will still be in a high-profile situation at WrestleMania, title cha- title or no title. I will state this. I put it on Facebook already, and I will say it now on the show for everyone to understand. AJ Styles is always looked at as a polarizing figure, always has been. He's been one of the best in the world for over a decade. You sat in my home, not just the old house of old, but the <laughs> old, old house of old. You've been in three of my homes, yes. and I don't move a lot. <laughs> and I sat there, and I told you to your face, top five of all time. I told you this in 2009. I said, top five all time. I had AJ Styles in there in 2009. He looked at me like a wow. fucking crazy person. In 2009? 2019, he's in the conversation of the greatest fucking person who has ever lived on the planet. I am a foresight yeah. given upon God. <laughs> and I'm an atheist, by the way. But I will bring this up by saying this. I'm not the only one that feels this way. The WWE obviously does as well because Royal Rumble is this man's pay-per-view. Every Royal Rumble since his debut, and this includes his debut, he has competed for the WWE Championship. Every single one. 2016, he was in the Rumble that the title was on the line. 2017, yep. he lost to John Cena, and uh, he was the defending champion, lost to John Cena. Last yep. year, defending champion beats Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a handicap match, and now this year he is challenger yep. to yep. Daniel Bryan. He is in the main event. He is in the big title picture every fucking year in January. We start off every year in the WWE with AJ Styles being in the top picture. He just had a reign for 374, 71 days, something like that. Zero need for him to be the champion. In a span of four years, he has solidified himself. He is a WWE legend at this point. He's one of the greatest wrestlers on the planet. I don't think he needed the WWE to have that title attached to him. But it really helps that he did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start with the females, baby. 30 women over the top rope Royal Rumble match. It would be very easy to sit here and pick a winner, which we will. But let's not start off just with that right away. What we're going to do is is the first women's Royal Rumble was last year. In my opinion, very easy to book. Very easy in the sense of you, you, you had no 
terrain here. This is all fresh. Mm-hmm. So we did nostalgia picks, and we did fucking uh, 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 NXT picks, and it was just like so many different. No, for lack of a better term, holes to fill, I guess you could say here, for 30, <laughs> 30 women here competing. A year has gone by. The ro- the rosters have been bolstered. We have a billion fucking women on the planet now who are professional wrestling here in the WWE. Uh, do you see this being Raw, SmackDown, eccentric now, back to the main roster stuff? Or do you see, as we just discussed earlier with the brand stuff, are we going to get NXT, NXT UK? Are we going to get fucking, I mean, just 100%. every, every oh, woman, yeah. all the women there? <clears throat> Are, are we lessening the nostalgia acts? Do you see any? I mean, every Rumble has their surprises, but do you see? Because oh, I think the last Rumble had like what, like, like nine or eight returning chicks. Was, yeah. yeah. I do you Lita, think that's Trish, yeah? Do you think that's less now this yes, year? Or I think it's, it's less. It goes down to like it's going to be way less. Yeah, yeah. way Four less this year. Four, Four or five still kind of a high number. Not compared to nine. Well, no, no, it's half, basically. Right, come on, they, they had Molly Holly come out and do her thing. <laughs> Molly Holly, freaking Alundra Blaze yeah, came we're out. Not getting those we're not getting picks. them. Yeah. I know we're going to most likely get Trish. Blaze Trish and Lita again. Trish and Lita off the Alundra Blaze the was looking nice at Evolution. I'm not oh, lie, she I was looking pretty good. Yeah, but was. I think it's going to be Trish and Lita, of course. Brett Phoenix course, already really? said. I don't know of course. about Trish and Lita. I Beth, think Trish is, Beth is going to be commentating with Renee Young, so we know that's not going to happen. Mm. I think Michelle McCool is going to be in it. Mm. McCool, because she's been saying well, to come cool back. Is, is interesting. Yeah, Lay Cool most likely be. Well, see all the women, of course, they want to come back, because before when all these women were in the WWE, they were all oppressed and shitted on every fucking day. I'm going to kind of be sad, though, if we don't get uh, Miss Jackie or Ivory, because I like I keep them, hearing so. people pissed off we haven't gotten jazz yet. No, 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 no. Who I'm pissed off about is Victoria. No, I heard what you said. I'm, Carol- <laughs> I'm adding to the Victoria. list. Jazz. I, think, I think Ivory might. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm, <laughs> well, just gonna throw, I'm just going to throw this name out there real quick for people because uh, there's a particular someone who I'm a big fan of who hasn't been wrestling in a long time, actually retired from the game, and actually now is on a final retirement tour right now for a year. Uh, Victoria is available, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to make a quick quick Mm. fan. And do me a favor. Mm. Guys, spend the money. Don't give me that uh, 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 little booty shake song. I want the fucking lesbian singing that fucking song again. All right, all the things she said. I want the original. Oh, you want song. tattoo? I want. Oh yeah, you want I want tattoo. I want, out there. tattoo. I want tattoo to be singing the song. All the things you said. All the things you said. Yes. Yes, I want that Victoria. I want crazy oh, Victoria man. to get in that match and just wreak havoc because. I, I was even calling it last year. I'm like, Victoria, Victoria, no, Victoria, no, Victoria, Yeah, because no. everyone looks I mean, at wanted her. Mickey and Trish at the stare off. They're like, oh, remember the psycho gimmick? Bitch, you remember the real psycho gimmick when it was Victoria and Trish? Yes. That was the original one. Victoria was like that a, was the original a black one. widow spider to bite your fucking head off. And she would just grab her hair and just put you in a move? <laughs> Victoria would be interesting. Her and Nikki cross in the ring at the same time. <gasps> yes. yes. Oh, have, my God, I yes. just got an erection. Okay, oh, hold on a second. I yes. have to cool shower because that was intense. That would oh, be awesome, and I would have Nikki mm. Cross eliminate her. That would be awesome. Would be and that nice would put Nikki super over. Oh, man. To be honest, I think Nikki plays a better cycle, but I, I, that would be crazy. I had never even thought about that. That's why you're on the show, kid. And, then she'll, <laughs> and, and, and you think. can, like, they'll just be have a standoff in the ring, and she'll say, let's play. 
That would yeah. be amazing. Oh, yeah. You want to play? Play with Neke. Let Neke play. I love what she does. Like, I mind you, they, they, just, they just drop everybody in the ring and they just have a stare off. And then they're like, <sighs> they do the grabbing, whole, like, their, the grabbing hair, their hair. And yeah. they're looking at each other. Hey. Oh, my God. Come on, Vicky. Play with Neke. I would have to I would have to go to the bathroom after that one. Uh, bathroom? I'm stroking right in front of everybody. I don't know. Nah, it's going to be family. I, I Listen, can't do dude, that. This is what, you missed it when we came in my house. Can we share this story? This guy came into my house and my son just showed him his dick for no fucking reason. <laughs> For no fucking reason. I wasn't even here. I was at the corner. He's like, store. Happy Royal Rumble Day and yeah. runs to the bathroom. Well, it's, <laughs> it's Rusev Day. My dick is out, man. Welcome to the house. It's the first time that he's in my, my apartment. The first thing he sees oh is my, my son's dick. Now we know why he's little Alex. Nah, but I, I, like, I, like I, that'll be amazing. Victoria and Nikki in the Didn't room. even think about that. What oh a fucking. God. That's my moment right there. That shit would oh. be great. And then you have like the Iconics try to like play their little thing and they just drop the Iconics and continue their stare off. I see something corny like the Iconics and the Bellas. Like, I don't know. I just like, I don't know. just to match up or like, because you know the Bills are going to be involved in this in some way. Of course. Some way. They, 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 for some reason, yeah. they're like, they're like, they're going to take it in Triple H now. They only show up for the yeah. big shit. Yeah, pretty much. Jesus fucking Christ. All right, so let's get to the point now. Uh, winners. Actually, no, no winners. Surprise I don't wanna, entries. I don't want to do, do a winner just yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Surprise entries in a second. G- give me the final four. The final four? Give me the final four. Oh, that's a little hard. Bailey's going to be one of the final four. I don't know about that. They've they pretty much given up on fucking Bailey. I don't know why, it's, but they just, I don't, I don't This know. might just be her shot. Uh, Lacey Evans, because they're putting a lot of shine yeah, on her right now. Yeah, that's my wife's favorite female wrestler right now. Of Lacey course, my, my Samoan goddess herself, you know, Nia Jax got to be the in the final face four. face breaker needs to be in the final four. There's just no way around that. You haters out there need to realize ain't many women out there like her. This whole... Oh, I just knocked this whole... They got it was empty. And I'm not drunk yet. And let me see. I think I'm, I'm just going to pause throw. this bitch because I got to re-up. I think you got to re-up too. In a minute. You got to re-up. <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it right now. I'm going to throw a curveball into this right now. Ooh, a curve big curveball. Big curveball. I'm calling for the, the one of the final four. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an NXT person. Oh, very interesting. Well, Very technically, Lacey's the NXT. No, no, no. She's, 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 she's main up. roster she's now. now. She's called up. I'm sure. Calling ooh, but who from the who from? Uh, ooh, uh, Bianca Belair. Yeah, Bianca Belair. They're putting a lot of real estate in her right now. Exactly. She's and if not Bianca, oh, I feel they're gonna just throw. This is gonna literally throw us all a curveball and give us Candice. Maybe Candice. All right. Question. I just thought about this now. Lightning bolt to the head. Champions can't be in this. So does that include the NXT and NXT UK? So no Tony Storm. They didn't say that. They didn't say it. I'm, I'm just. They didn't say that. But then think about it, that's that's that brand. follows. Yeah, exactly. That's brand well, I don't know about that because the NXT champion was in it last year. Almost was in it last year. So now I don't know about that now. Did Pete, he have the Pete, title? Pete, yeah, he came to the ring with the belt. That's right, he did. He did. He gave it to Zelina, and Zelina went to the oh, back of the belt. Wait until we get to the men's. So, so, <laughs> wait till we get to the men's. So, so, I don't know. I guess the rule's out on that, right? So, so we could get a... T- cause, cause, cause you want to get a Shayna Baszler, really? Storm, you don't yeah, want to get a Shayna yeah, Baszler. If Shayna and Tony get in and they win, who the fuck do they face? Isha Shirai, I think, is going to be in the Rumble. Isha Shirai. But Isha I don't Shirai think she's going to basically go that far. I just like her. Kyrie Sane is going to be there, but I don't think Kyrie Sane's going to go that far. I think she's going to get so, eliminated by I somebody. I think Kyrie Sane's Final Four. So you don't have Alexa. You really think that? I think so. You don't have the returning Alexa Bliss in the Final Four, which is surprising. No, actually, I don't. 
No. Actually, I don't. I actually because see, I think they're going to have a good feud with her and Lacey Evans yes, after I, that's the That's why fights. I don't have Lacey in my Final Four either. I think they're going to do something in the oh, She'll get eliminated, but eliminate, it's going to be because yeah. but I Alexa feel, Bliss. I feel like Lacey eliminates Alexa. Something happens along the way. Alexa disappears, comes back, and costs Lacey her spot. And exactly. That builds towards something else. That's why I don't have either of them really in my Final Four. I see I, them doing their little that, thing in the middle. I would love to see Lacey in the Final Four and Alexa mess it up for her in the Final Four because then they'll have that's more possible. emphasis on their feud. So, how many women are down? Like, because Carmella has number thirty. You have to back Carmella. And I don't have Carmella out? in my fight of four either. She's gonna get eliminated I pretty think fast. She's in and out. Maybe a few minutes. You have to have a SmackDown person. Everybody, you. I I do have a SmackDown person in the final four. I don't have Carmella. <laughs> Carmella's gonna get super kicked out of there by. I have Mandy Rose in the final four. Oh, unfortunately. That's why not? not my uh, why not Naomi? I actually see that that little idea you pitched about Alexa costing her the final four spot. I have ah, that for Mandy Naomi Rose. and there we go. Okay, okay, Rose. I get it. That's, I get it. I thought about the same thing just for different people. I thought <laughs> I thought Mandy fucks over Naomi at some point. Naomi disappears. Mandy gets to the final four. She's about to eliminate somebody, and then here comes she's gonna Naomi. pull a Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah, Naomi comes over and pulls screwing the f- everybody up. And I literally want her to pull. Mainly by the hair, that way she can go on Twitter. Shit, as she snatched her wig or whatever. I know, just use it like as so. Pull a Hogan, a Hogan tantrum. That's how. She, that's one of her catch things on fucking Twitter. So do the, ho- the do the Hogan thing. tantrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's too much detention because it's legit, right? She's fucking with a man. Get right? over here. So now that begs the question: people are probably wondering, well, then who the fuck is in your final four? For Christ's sake, because. Yeah, so I got Mandy Rose in my final four. I have my actual uh, the the winner that I think is going to be of the whole thing is actually going to be on. Uh, on the raw side, I actually have Ruby Riot winning this. Wow. Oh, wow. I have Ruby Riot winning this. And I think the reason for that is because I think the Riot squad is going to play a huge role in her surviving the Rumble. That is true. Uh, they've been giving us the impression with this whole Natty feud that they have no problem taking the back seat to Ruby so long as Ruby keeps everybody eating. You know, we're all on the same page here. So I, I think they're going to run that all the way yeah, to Ruby the Ruby is the talent there. Because here's the thing. <laughs> uh, they... they and I, when we get to the men's rumble, I'm going to actually say something very similar. But it's about time that we curveball some fucking people because every rumble is the same people that we know is going to win. Mm-hmm. Every rumble is either a possibility of one to two to maybe three people. But it's always just like you know going in, it's going to be one of these three people. Very rarely are we ever shocked. I mean, let's be honest about this. We were we went in order: Batista, Triple H, Randy Orton. Uh, was uh, and then went to Shinsuke, I think. No, there was somebody in between. Roman was Roman, and then, and then Shinsuke. Roman, yeah, and then uh, yeah, after Sh- Roman was Shinsuke, and Shinsuke yeah. is a departure from the norm, but everyone saw Shinsuke coming. He was yeah. definitely one of the top prospects. I think it's with this whole we're going to change things and shake shit up thing. It's it, it, the curve. Both both of these matches, I think, are going to be a curveball. Not too far out of the realm. Zack Ryder's not winning the Royal Rumble, but Damn. it's going to be a th- I know. I pick him every year. You know that. Except for this year. I am picking so, so, so the your, obvious. So your, winner, so your winner is Ruby? My winner is Ruby. So Ruby's in I, it. You... Ruby's my final, in my final four. Uh, Mandy's in my final four. I actually have Sonya also in my final four because hmm. I think that's where the split happens. Uh, I think that's where the split happens because we're, we have to detach these two bitches. And they're, already, and they're already teasing at it already. They're, they've been teasing it for forever. I think they're all in on Mandy. And I think this is going to be a big moment for Mandy, but I don't think Mandy wins. Mandy's the new... And I don't think Ruby costs her the match either, which leads you now to believe who's the baby face. 
who Ruby will be eliminating. And I am once again going back to the old faithful. And I think Natalia is the one that's going to be the second, the last eliminated by wow, Ruby. Wow, that's the final four for because you. Because I think, yeah, because they put over, they Natty won the feud, but they have the best chemistry. Okay, so. It's a weird final four, that, considering but, who's going to be in this so match. That's what I'm, so I'm kind of calling you. Bailey being my winner. For the okay, for the rumble, reason being is that that can kind of spark up the feud for the man. We're we're we're, for we're the playing behind over. the eight ball with Bailey. If she does nothing for two straight years and then wins a rumble, that's going to be like that's a curveball. That's a curveball and a half. But at least it's a curveball. <laughs> change up. At least it's a curveball with with a proven entity. It's not exactly. like you're taking a risk. You know she's successful. And not only that, you have a great storyline to work from it. After that, I would only here's here's the curveball. Here's where I think it really is a curveball. If Bailey wins, but she wins because she turned heel, that's what I think the real curveball would be. What the fuck? They've ruined. They've ruined the whole girl next door thing with Bailey. It's that gone. The hugger's gone. The pigtail. The, the the high ponytail is gone. I'm done with all that shit. Now I know that fucks up our four horsewomen thing, but they're not pulling the trigger this year on that, right? So do the Avengers storyline. The four horsemen are all on the same page right now, with the exception of maybe Becky because she's a heel, but she still respects Charlotte. And if push come to shove, if put in a pressure situation, the four women will still gravitate. So, civil war this bitch. Break them up. Exactly. Explode Let them all be apart from each other. And that I don't way, know where, what happens. That way, for the rest of this year, the MMA horsewomen will dominate, become this big force, let them catch up, and little by little, Stark and Cap have to talk to each other. Fucking do the flip phone deal where they have to talk to fucking each other, and now we have the ultimate comeback of the four people against the horsemen. <laughs> Interesting. The because crowd will least, go crazy because for that at one. this point, the four WWE horsewomen would be overwhelming favorites against the MMA. But you can't put yes. the MMA one over because it's MMA. The exactly. Horse, our horsewomen have to go over. So for them to win and have it mean something, there has to be sympathy. You don't get sympathy if they're the overwhelming favorite. You have to destroy them so that when the comeback happens, it's piece by piece. The Shield reunion before it collapsed and became a disease. The Shield reunion, piece by piece, week by week, day by day, we it just worked. tease. But then it again, over we're gonna we're gonna end up getting most likely Sasha and Bailey as tag team champions. That's why I don't have Bailey winning the Rumble. I kind of have her still winning it because be they can champions. be tag team champions. Feud, Marty Jannetty, Shawn Michaels gimmick. Move it over to give it to the Iconics because the Iconics is over. I see the Iconics holding it. And I think the Iconics need a little bit more time. They're all, I'm not going to lie. They're over. They, I, they I get it because they're over. they're over. Their matches are so terrible. Oh, they're trash. But still. They, you can, if you can't over. get a good match out of Becky, you're the shits. But that like match the, with Peyton What did they do with, with, um, with, with um, this girl um, that the WWE released her because she was like not that intelligent on in what she did? Uh, That's a long Eva. list. Eva. Oh, Eva Mendez. I'm not meant, Eva Marie. Well, Eva I Marie. Just named... That Spanish bitch from fucking all those movies where she's the Spanish <laughs> bitch. I can't remember. There aren't many Spanish bitches in movies, so Eva she's like Marie. one of three. Exactly. Eva Marie. What did they do for like two, three weeks? Oh, I can't wrestle because I have a wardrobe malfunction. Iconics get the title randomly. Oh, we can't wrestle because this happened. Oh, we can't wrestle because that happened. Then they go up against a force like the Riot Squad. Riot Squad gets the titles. They're back on the back burner. See, that's the only hitch in the giddy up because what you were saying earlier about what's the problem with a champion versus champion match at WrestleMania. I, I like the champ I like two champions being on one champion on a different brand, but that gets ruined with the tag titles. Because the tag titles are going between the two brands. Yeah, the women's because that's the women's They're going between area. the two brands. So if you're already working out a system on how to make the tag titles work, then I there's a piece of me that says you kinda have to do it for the 
women's title as well. Because yeah. it doesn't really make sense. The reason why you're doing both brands is because you don't have enough tag teams. To be honest, you don't have enough singles chicks now. No. Because you're going to be balling up and teaming up the other ones. Mm-hmm. So now to open up the pool, you kind of need to have one champion at this point. Now it just becomes who becomes the, the, the one grand champion of Who's going to be the man? Ooh. Who's gonna That's why the man? champion versus champion at Mania would make sense. Think it would about make that. It, it makes then sense. Then unify the title because then the women can have a unified title because they already have a tag team that's going between brands. Why not have a women's unified title because then now you can have Ronda jump be between brands think, and start up the feud. I think he's convincing me. I didn't really think about that until think, he got here. Look at because when they did the, it for the men. It made so much sense when they unified the titles right, for Right, but it made sense based on the situation. The situation currently makes sense for two women's belts. What ruins that is the women's tag title because to make the women's tag titles work, you have to devise a plan to go between the two brands. So if you already have a plan in place for one title... A plan should be effective for the other as well, because you're you're taking challengers away from the women's title by tagging them up. But could this mean that we're gonna get brand, 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 brand? I think titles because you, you, you get the UK now. brand yeah. coming up and fighting you, for the tag team titles. You, you get the NXT brand because you got the you got the fly kicks. Once they come back off of their knee injury, you got Dakota Kai and um, Tegan Knox. Right. They're a great tag team. They were a great tag team in the UK when they teamed <laughs> together a few times. There we go. Yeah, yeah, this of, gets complicated. A lot of possibilities. Yeah, exactly. There's so many possibilities for it that tag It gets complicated titles. because we were just That's talking about the, the beginning of this podcast. We were just talking about how brands make sense and Triple H wants to do flavors and brands. If you start bleeding onto one another, then that kind of ruins your theory, doesn't it? Because if you start putting the blueberry with the raspberry, then it's not blueberry and raspberry anymore. It's blue raspberry at this point. And it's a pop tart. Hey, good flavor. <laughs> it's a pop tart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but think about it. they can do that with the women's brand because right now women's wrestling is at a is at a is at a high right could now. Could you imagine seeing the women tag belts on NXT, the WWE? Yes. Uh, How to be honest with you, like, NXT and to be honest, with look you, at what they're I doing could, now. Yeah. Paul Green. Fatal four way here and give me a winner here. My my fatal four was kind of outlandish. Let's see where you land on us. Um, I'm going Alexa Bliss, mm-hmm. Bailey, Bailey, Nia Jax, the face breaker again, and Lacey Evans. He has three in my. So are you still doing? Are you still following the logic that Alexa and Lacey will be doing something to mm-hmm. trigger? You're just saving it for the end. Yes. Okay. All right. So I think we're all kind of on the same page. We're just timing all of our shit differently. Because they could very well, in your scenario, do the Ruby thing that I said just earlier, and she just doesn't win, right? Exactly. I do have an asterisk though. Like if mm-hmm. Becky somehow winds up in the Rumble, I think she'll that be part of the Final Four. That's a that's a, a bracket buster. If Becky gets in. That's I a clusterfuck. Because if Becky gets in, I think everyone goes, "Yeah, she's one. Oh, she's the, the black Sunday, the John Cena at number thirty. If Becky comes out at thirty, it's a wrap." Well, she can't. She's about to be twenty nine. Here's, but here's She'll the difference. Take out Carmella. Here's the difference. With, oh, ah, there we go. yeah. Yes. Here's the difference between her and Cena, though. When she comes out, people are gonna go fucking pop. They're gonna crazy, <laughs> go crazy for it. You know, there's a rumor that they're uh, seeing each other. Who gives a shit at this point? Uh, wait, no, that Becky. I thought she was engaged to that MMA dude. No, that's not mm. I want to see Becky. What's going on there? <laughs> I want to see. Becky. <laughs> What's the deal? I'm not saying you can't marry John. I'm just saying, can you fuck me first? Is what I'm saying. Word. <laughs> it's like, you can get to where you're headed. I get it. He's got money, security. You're good to go. I'm just saying, can you get this dick first? Is what I'm saying. But, but your point, your point was interesting though. With Ruby Riot winning, if she wins, I think my pick is is I'm going to admit it is a little far fetched. But 
I think it's the kind of curveball we need right now. But if she wins, what belt does she go after? Uh, I think she goes after. I she stays on SmackDown. I think she goes after the SmackDown Women's Championship. I don't think. See, that's the thing. I don't think Ronda's leaving Raw, which would put Becky either on Raw or at least facing the Raw Women's Championship. I don't think she needs the Rumble, like because like he said, there's still the Chamber. There's time between now and then to figure out storyline wise. Somebody we could very well just we could just pick a random Raw and just call a shakeup. So and we, all of a sudden, Becky's on fucking Raw. So are we doing f- four elimination chamber matches? No, we don't. We don't need four elimination chamber matches. What are you talking there's about? There's the women's tag team. Women's tag there's team. There's the men's and, and the WWE championship, and then the women's be, probably yeah. the women's. Well, the women's the chamber because it's going to be the women's tag for sure. That we know. Yeah, but we don't know if there's going to be a women's chamber match yet. No need to if you've got the women's tag. You can just that do a regular women's. Yeah, the women are already in a chamber. You can have somebody put their put their number one contendership on the line. Against someone else, so you can have a Ruby Riot win, move over to SmackDown to fight the man. The man end up ends up winning, goes over to Raw, shakes things up over there. That can always happen. I too. just said something confusing. I just thought about that. The Riot Squad is not on SmackDown, but they're on Raw. No, they're on Raw. No, but my pick stands. I would have her go. On, I would have her move to SmackDown. Yeah, but and leave move, the Riot Squad away. Do you move the Be- whole Riot Squad. To SmackDown, or do you just move her to SmackDown? I would, because here's why. Because if the goal is to get Becky and Ronda together and you want to keep Ronda on Raw, you're already moving a large chunk of talent to Raw. So it'd be an even swap. Because Becky wouldn't be the only one. There's still talk of Charlotte doing it. There's there's there's, there's plans of movement. The only, they, yeah. the only thing that we don't know is how they're going to fucking move them. Because Becky's not the only one moving. There's been discussions for a while now about different talent being on different shows. Yeah. I have a feeling there's going to be a shakeup at some point. They're going to shake this shit up before Mania because they want certain matches and based on the matches that they want, I don't see it happening based on the way the rosters are set up. You have to move some shit around. Becky and Ronda is a guaranteed. Now, are they going to throw Charlotte in? No Charlotte? I don't know. But for that to happen, things need to move. I definitely don't want to see Charlotte in a triple threat If you want to move Ronda to SmackDown and have them compete for the SmackDown. Like, let's say Becky goes over at the Royal Rumble. She becomes a champion again. Oscar's out, right? And you do the shake-up, and because of the Fox deal, SmackDown seems a little bit more enticing, so now Ronda moves to SmackDown. You can do that, but that leaves Raw open. Now my Ruby pick makes a little bit more sense because Ruby's already on Raw. She can compete for the championship based on whoever the fuck that is. The problem is is that Raw's women's division is not nearly as strong as SmackDown's. So if you move Ronda over to SmackDown, you're significantly weakening that division even further. Ruby would go in as a nice challenger, but who the fuck is the champion? Everybody besides Ronda is pretty much fucking dead on that brand. Ember Moon. Sasha has no value. Bailey has no value. Natalia has very little value Moon. as it is. Ember Moon. Ember, Ember, but Ember Moon would have to be fucking expresswayed to the top, like right now. That's what she would need to Like right after the pop. Rumble, they would have to just like fucking Give it accelerate her. Yeah, yeah an ill push. Like She's push already crazy. super over. It shouldn't be oh, that 100%. hard. Unless they give her the push and actually have her win the Rumble. But now we're talking about an Ember Moon Ruby Riot matchup that I don't know. I mean, that sounds like pre show mania to me. That doesn't sound like That sounds like a shine card. match. Uh, well, <laughs> it's the, whatever. My point is this well, the main event's going to be wherever Becky goes. And Becky's probably going to wind up with Ronda. Of course. Which means whatever title they're competing for, whether it be the Raw title or the SmackDown title, it'll be the high-profile women's match, period. Doesn't matter what that is. So if you want to do a lower-tier match, like maybe an Ember versus, like I think uh, you had Bailey winning. So I had Bailey winning. Yeah, so you could do like a Bailey Ember Moon match would be dope. But, I mean, it wouldn't, be exa- it wouldn't exactly be a high-profile matchup. 
wherever Becky and Ronda goes is where the money goes. And since they're not going to separate them, then it really doesn't matter who goes after the Raw Women's Championship. It'll be secondary. I actually think the Women's Tag Team title match will have a much higher profile matchup on WrestleMania than one of those title belts. Whichever one Becky and Ronda are not competing for will be underneath the women's tag titles anyway. Exactly. Because it's the new belt. They got to push it. Yada, yada, yada. So you have going over. I have Ruby, Wyatt, Ruby Wright winning the women's Royal Rumble. I got Bailey. And you have Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. She has enough fucking achievements. I'm going to be honest with you. She, she has enough fucking achievements under her fucking belt. I, I, I'm really, I'm, I'm good. I actually started liking the idea of her doing shit besides wrestling because she's pretty much ma- she's the female Sheamus. She's maxed out. What the fuck else is she going to do? Pretty much. Okay. Who's who's the workhorse in the match? Who comes in at number one? And Bailey. Bailey. No, not number one. I think she comes in very early, four or five maybe, and she's damn near to the end. Okay. She's the long. She should have been the long one in the, in the first one. She yeah. wasn't. She came late. They gave that to somebody else. But I think cardio wise, work rate wise. She needs Bailey. to be the long, the long, the long woman. Yeah, I feel she comes in like within a single digit. In your situation, that's a huge push. If you make her the yeah. long woman and she wins, that's huge. Single digit and go all the way up. Come on, they did it. Right I didn't have Bailey in my final four, and I don't need her there. She, you don't have to be in the final four to be the long person. You can go from three to four to twenty-eight and still be in there for a good chunk of change. The women's yeah. Rumble Rumble is shorter than the men's. Uh, mm-hmm. The men have ninety seconds, if I'm not mistaken. The women have sixty-second intervals. So it's rapid fire for the yeah. women. So she doesn't need to be in there long. 30, 40 minutes is good. I thought she was going to be the long woman in the first one because, I mean, it's Bailey. She works with everybody. I'm like, yeah. Those old heads would have loved to have been in there with the Bailey. She would have sold for them like a million bucks. So maybe this year. Who do you think the long person, the long woman is going to be? I think it's going to be Bailey. Bailey, yeah. 100%. Because yeah. she, she, you know why? This is why. She gives it away. She puts up all of her workout videos and they're all pertaining to cardio. <laughs> So I'm saying, uh, I follow, man. I follow. I, I, I Even though too. I do like Selena Vega right now, going for a little while, but I don't need her in there for forever. She's a gimmick. Uh, yeah, she, she doesn't need to be in there working. She can wrestle. I don't need her wrestling. Yeah, we know uh, she can she's wrestle. She's valuable in other ways. <laughs> we know she can wrestle. There is another Royal Rumble match taking place. Thirty man Royal Rumble. Oh this God. one is for the gentlemen. <laughs> this one's for the men. This one's for the men out in the place. Uh, 30 men will compete. We've been through this rigmarole for 30 times now. We all know that the winner of the Royal Rumble gets a title shot of his choice at WrestleMania. We used to say the main event of WrestleMania. That is no longer the case. They have a main main event caliber matchup. But very few times is the winner of the Royal Rumble actually main event WrestleMania anymore. So we're not going to concentrate on that. Uh... Like we said earlier, it's usually just a few choices. We don't normally get a whole lot of curveball action here at the Royal Rumble. I actually believe that a a curveball is needed for this fucking Royal Rumble. You really want change. You need to go outside the box. You need to pick somebody who might just be a little bit on the cusp and just might need that little extra push. A little oh, extra something. So who who do you guys think will... Well, let's start with a little bit more of a specific question. Who's the long man in this matchup? Who's who's the guy who's going to be the workhorse? I just watched last year's back earlier today, Finn Balor, 55 oh, minutes man. in the rumble. The guy was a workhorse here. What do you guys think? Who's I want to see one? who you're going to call first. I want to see who you're going to call. Well, I got two people, actually. 
That's nice. It's been Long done before. Too. Okay. It's been but, done before. Uh, Go ahead. The first one, Seth. Yes. Yeah, he didn't get yes. much of a showcase last year. He was kind of a forgotten piece of that rumble. So yes, Seth would be good. Seth. Yeah, Seth. especially if the if the rumor is true and we may be seeing Brock and Seth at Mania, he's going to need a little bit of a shine here. Who's the second person? SmackDown guy. Okay, cool name. Uh, <laughs> well, they shortened his name now. Is just what Andreas. Uh, you just popped Matthew, but all right. And he's in my final four, too, by the way. He's in my final actually, four. Both of them are my final four. Actually, both of them are my final four, too. <laughs> oh, God. Who's that? Uh, Seth and... Uh, oh, Andrade. Now yeah, it's Andrade. Shawn Michaels and Bulldog I'll go over here. Go exactly. Do you have either of them coming in one or two? I, have or Seth, just, I actually have Seth coming in at like one or two or high. He's going to be a high number. Okay. Wait, high, like single digits? Single digits. Seven, eight, nine type area over there. Okay. Why, why are you so excited about Seattle being in the, the, the long haul guy here? Have you not noticed what they've been doing with him these past few weeks? SmackDown's been Besides great. It's been apart? great because the, this is what I do. Okay. I watch it on Hulu. Continue on, what the match. fuck do you mean it's been great? Hold on for one second. The feud and the matches he's had with Rey Mysterio has been awesome. But that's three weeks. Talk to me about the months before the three weeks. They finally found a niche. They finally let him go. Basically, they gave His him and Mysterio. What? Wrestling other Mexicans? Is they, that what no, the they niche gave is? him and Mysterio. They took the leashes off of them. Because he was supposed to get the Mysterio push until Mysterio came back. But this is also reflecting on a supposed rumor that was pushed back a few months back. Now that you threw Samoa Joe in the mix and attacking both of them on the last SmackDown, you can bring back something of a LWO as they were talking about in the past of being a new LWO. Yeah, pretty I'm, much. I'm good. Andrade, <laughs> no, Andrade Mysterio. I do know the and having the lucha and yeah, having them as a tag team, and having the lucha house party a part of that little faction Stop. too. That's what they part. were calling. Nah, I'm that's good. what they were saying. I in like the Andre past. and Ray together. I like them together the too. The torch and idea, plus, yeah. my thing is this: they put on amazing matches. I wouldn't mind watching that another two, three weeks on no, SmackDown. Yeah, they're good. That's they're good why together. in in Mania, if you have him and Seth go at it as the final two. Who are you talking about? Andre and Andrade, Andrade and, and Seth Sam? at the very, very end of Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Right. They're gonna need to add an extra fifteen minutes to that card. To, what to that match, to, to, to that Rumble? one match, because they're gonna go at it back and forth. Because Seth could go, Seth we know can Seth can go, go. And so can Andrade, but I don't know if I want them going at it at the Royal Rumble. I'd rather have them go at it at the mum- Rumble. This is why uh-huh. they go at it at the Rumble, of course, as everybody's saying it. Seth versus Brock. Seth goes over. Seth wins the Rumble. I have Seth winning in my Rumble. Okay, how about do you have Seth winning your Rumble? Who do you have winning the Rumble? Surprise, curveball. Okay, what's your curveball? Pablo Cruz. Fuck out of here. He's going to be in the final four. He... Fuck out of here. What? You're forgetting something four. very huge. So. He's black. He's going to be in the final four. <laughs> He's going to be in That's the final four. That's a huge factor in the well, decision. Who's your final four? Because we have your final two, right? You have Andrade and you have Seth. Seth. Okay, that's two. Apollo, Apollo Cruz. Cruz, that's three. Who's the fourth one? Part of me wants to say Dean, but I think Dean is going to get thrown out early by Seth. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't uh, think either one of you have my winner, or even consider my winner as an option. That's how much of a curveball. Do you want me to? Is. You want me to go in now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, wait, Andrade. Wait, who's set. your fourth? I have a fourth right now. Okay, we'll oh, come back to you. We'll come back to you. Okay, my four: 
Andrade, of course, uh-huh. and Seth. And like you, I feel they're going to be the workhorses the whole match. Okay. I feel Seth is coming in in a single digit, and Andrade is going to be early double digit. Very early double digit. So okay. I'm saying from like 10 to 15, Andrade is going like, to come I have in. Andrade coming like 13, and yeah. Seth like four. Yeah, exactly. Early, both of them. And oh, they're going to wow. last it. So you got Seth and Andrade. I'm going to throw a little curveball into somebody from NXT that a lot of people are probably going to hate me for saying this. Mm-hmm. But if you know me personally, you know I'm a, I actually like this person a lot, a great deal. Oh, I'm scared. And that's Ricochet. Wait, why would you catch heat for that? Just because. Just <laughs> okay. because. Just Ricochet, because. right? And then that last person. The Wait, last... Ricochet's in your final four of the yes. Royal Rumble. Okay. Because he can go. He can no go. No one's denying that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a lot of athleticism in the ring. Exactly. And the number four? Uh-huh. Suspense. The number four yes. will be... Big reveal. <laughs> Come on, bro. I'm not 100%, but I feel it's going to be a 205 Live guy. Why the fuck are all of you lost on the fourth? <laughs> the fourth one, I, I don't know why deep well, down inside. I this proves s- my point. I this had, proved my point. I had one or think. two, maybe three options. No one has a fourth. Actually, I had, to, I had to think about it, but in all reality, Braun Strowman is probably going to be the fourth guy. He's probably going to be in the Rumble last. He's probably going to toss out 17 people. He's going to be there at the end. 18. Well, he's going. He's going to get the record, or he already has the record. No. Oh yeah, he did take the no. Reigns he didn't get. Reigns has. Reigns right, has the record right now. He has to throw over they eighteen went people. After it, didn't they? No. Didn't Braun, Braun has to throw over eighteen people to actually get the record. And then there leaves another surprise because our truth at number thirty is probably going to get taken out by somebody else. Who's gonna sneak into he's gonna be in and out. He's gonna do something stupid and makes his laugh. I don't know why it. I feel there's gonna be maybe like three NXT guys that are gonna be showing up, and one of those NXT guys is gonna be Velveteen Dream. I do see Velveteen Dream because he needs to. I don't see him getting called up, but I see him in the room. I think he might be called up after that. And you know you're going to have your monster versus monster moment. Uh, Lars is going to be in the Rumble at some point. I don't point. know about that. Well, I, I don't th- I'm not that I'm They've been him. hyping him. Not that, yeah, but they've also reneged on, on hyping him. I don't, I, I'm not did. saying he won't be in the Rumble. I don't think they're going to give him the monster moment. I, think, I actually think the opposite. I think they're going to humble him. He'll come out. He'll get a nice pop because he's Lars, and then they'll do something goofy with him and fucking embarrass him because they're petty like he's that. He's Lars. Because he's <laughs> Lars. No, because he <laughs> fucked up. You know, he made a mistake, and they're going to make him pay for it. Now. I honestly feel if we do see NXT stars in that one, it's going to be Ricochet, of course, because I, I have my heart set on Ricochet being in the Rumble. I don't know why. I think Ricochet because Ricochet is a North American champion. They like throwing the champions on there just to showcase. Like they did almost yep. last year. I, I want to see showcase him. some of the champions. It gives people an idea of what NXT is like currently. It gives them the boost. And I want to see the dream. I want to see the dream there. And maybe, just maybe, I'm, I don't know. I'm just going with the gut. There's two people that possibly can go into that third role. And they can either be Adam Cole or, because I popped last year. I'm like, oh my God, Adam Cole. That was dope. I popped today when I saw it. I forgot. Or, he was in it. <laughs> I almost forgot too. And I, when I rewatched it, I'm like, holy shit, Adam Cole. Or, or Aleister Black. No, I don't see Alistair Black. Because uh, he'll be kicking everybody in that match. Maybe, That's the reason why I, I, I don't see him. Maybe. That, 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 uh, kind of want to see the, re, the return of Drew Carey. I don't know why. <laughs> no, maybe. maybe <laughs> Shit, he got the fucking celebrity ring when we started. <laughs> yeah, maybe the UK champ makes an appearance. Mr. Uh, mysticism. Pete Dunn. 
There it is. The mysticism of uh, of Alexa Black. I don't. It's like the Undertaker type deal. It's like I, I don't. I. So I'm very. I would be very very careful of Black because of that 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 aura around him. That mysticism. That 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 hardcore. Just. I can see. I can see them work. I, I honestly a surprise for me. And I have two surprises. I have a feeling that they're gonna just show up at the Rumble and be like, "Oh my God, they're back!" It's gonna be Bray and Sami Zayn. But that's why I feel Alistair Black could be in it because Alistair Black and Bray would be a great little feud. Oh, I forgot about the surprise entries. Yeah, Yeah, you see, surprise entry. Think KO was gonna make it? No, they pushed him back. He got pushed back to possibly being right before me. I don't. I don't think. Uh, Kevin or Sammy is going to be in the Rumble. Actually, here's I don't a, think those are the questions. Do we have a Roman update? How is he doing? He's filming a movie. Yes, yeah. I know he's filming a movie, but is his he... update is I have cancer. That's his update. Yeah. He still has when cancer. did he drop the belt? When was that? October. Uh, October. Uh, too you short. know, leukemia doesn't go away that fast, right? Nah. You know, that's the, the we're talking in the years category on time. He even he said the window's like two or three years. He he can he'll most likely be back by twenty twenty if twenty one he comes back. Yeah, no, he Yeah, he's just that right now. They're finishing up the little touches on Shaw and Hobbs. It's gonna be out in August. How am I plugging their movie for? I don't know. Plugging <laughs> the rocks shit. On Dwayne, my sign me to seven it's a, it's seven dollar. It's amazing production, please. He snuck in in like movie five and took over that franchise, which I think should have been over after the sixth movie. But Dwayne, sign me, please. I'm once Paul, you fan. would think the death of yeah, the main star would have been over. killed the franchise, but. Alas, we were wrong on that, weren't we not? All right, it's time for seeing this final four. My final four will shock all and amaze you because I'm prob- it's my final four does not contain any of the ones that you guys picked. Um, Ooh. I did agree with the law, man. I think it should be Elmas. I do agree with that. I don't have him in my final four, however, because I have a feeling that the final four is going to consist of four very, very late entrants. I don't think we're going to... I think the long man deal is going to be nice, but it won't go very long because last year, uh, number two and number 14 went all the way to the fucking end. So I just don't see them doing it again this year. Yeah, uh, They're going to have good long performances. I think Almas is one of them. I don't see Seth being a long time guy because uh, I think they... I, 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 don't, he's not, I don't think he's going to win. So I don't see the point. If he was winning, if he came in early and he was winning... It, it would be obvious because, he, okay, now he, he's just setting him up for Brock. You know, he's going to make him a strong contender. If he's not winning the fucking Royal Rumble, there's no point. Now, if he doesn't win the Rumble, that doesn't mean that Seth's not going to WrestleMania to face Brock. Because Brock's obviously not, obviously not going into an elimination chamber. So we would have to have either a number one contender's match or some sort of, in, either in the chamber or outside of it. And I can see Seth winning one of those things. So you're saying possibly a SmackDown guy then for Rumble? Uh, no, I actually do see a Raw guy winning the champ, uh, mm. winning the Royal Rumble. I just don't see him competing against Brock. Uh, my pick, before I get to the four remaining people, I'm going to give you the winner to start. And my winner is Bobby Lashley. Winner. <laughs> My winner of the now don't look at me like a racist asshole. Hold the, on a second. The you Intercontinental just, Champion the Intercontinental is going to win the Rumble. Champion, he won't be the champion going to WrestleMania. I think he's going to win the Rumble. However, but he's going to lose the title on Rumble. Uh, he's going to lose. I you know it's kind of funny. You know how I would do this? I would have him surrender the title. I don't need this. Get rid of this. 
The Almighty does I not need this title. I don't need this. As a matter of fact, I, you know what I would actually do? This is kind put of funny. Leo? I'd put it on Leo. Oh, that would be yes. awesome. Yes, I would. First off, the belt can't fit I, him. I would. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't shit on my boy. Here's the thing. I wouldn't keep it on Leo. But I would do like the Mark Henry deal when they gave Mark Henry what was the European title and he like immediately lost it. It was for the heat of it, you know. It was for the whole deal. I would do the same thing. I would listen. I'm on to bigger and better things. I did what I could for the Intercontinental Championship. I made it credible. Okay, here it is. exactly. That face is exactly the response. And then you got here. My 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 friend here will continue the lineage. The era will continue on with the big money Leo, and I've got my eyes set. Now, I want him to tease that it would be Brock because that's the match everyone wants, Brock and, and Bobby. Five, two, ten years the, ago. The masters of two the MMA early, guys. Yeah, two, the two you know, Olympian, uh, Olympic bodybuilder, whatever bullshit, and then do the whole deal where he shows up on SmackDown and attacks the WWE champion. Daniel Bryan. This is going to sound hilarious to people, but I actually think Bobby and Daniel would be awesome. No fucking lie. I actually believe that. And the only reason why I believe that is because Bobby's WWE stuff has been suspect. If you go to look at his impact shit and look at the matches that he was having, 20, 25 minutes, his impact stuff was really good. He has the capability of going out there and doing some really good shit. They watered him down when he came back. And the beautiful part about being Bobby is that the only exception to the rule, the one guy in WWE where when he's facing someone, they kind of just let people go is Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's matches, you're allowed to just kind of like ball out. They, yeah. they trust Daniel. That yeah. Daniel will be able to protect everybody and everyone comes out looking good. There are certain guys that are on top where they have to have the WWE matchup. But for Daniel, for some oddball reason, whenever you're breathing into the mic, for some oddball reason, whenever Daniel gets into these matches, sometimes they're allowed to ball out. All right, How many matches did we see this year with AJ Styles against... Uh, Shinsuke and against fucking all these guys where the formula was just the same formula every time. Yeah, all of a sudden, we get the Survivor Series. All of a sudden, Styles channels his inner New Japan and he's having a fucking ball out match with Daniel Bryan. It's Daniel Bryan. So you take da- uh, Bobby Lashley with the story he has, the impeccable bodybuilder, the guy with the best poses in the bill in the business. Obviously, his favorite pose is also my favorite pose. Against the workhorse, the new... Da- now, the only problem, the only hiccup of my giddy-up here is the heel versus heel. That's the only problem that, that, that if you look on paper, that would be the problem in the scenario. I have a solution. <laughs> I have a solution. We just said a second ago that Bobby would be willing to relinquish the championship to Leo Rush. Here you go. I'm on to bigger and better things, blah, blah, blah. What if Leo took that championship and the championship went to his head? What if... Leo pushes everybody's buttons except Bobby until eventually it is Bobby. And we eventually get a babyface Bobby at mm. some point. That leads up into a heel Daniel Bryan. Now, I know it sounds funny, big man, little man, but the, big, the baby face is the big man. But that's what I love about it. Because right now, Daniel Bryan's rocking. I don't know. He like, is rocking as a heel. I, I, I'm, I'm invested in heel Bobby, though. I like heel Bobby. I'm not saying he has to stay in face. The only reason why he's heel Bobby is because he has a mouthpiece with him called Leo Rush. Exactly. That's great. If you remove Leo from the possible... I know you're saying that that's great, but here's the thing. This is what I'm trying to explain to you. We haven't seen full potential baby face Bobby yet. See, impact has. In, see, not the impact version. See, to, exactly. to me, Bobby, and this has always been his problem to me, he has a Cesaro syndrome. He's boring on the mic. He needs Little a mouthpiece. Bobby? 
Here, here's the thing with that, and I agree to 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 a degree. I I, I do, but that the, the Bobby Lashley needing a mouthpiece does not mean it is mandatory that Leo Rush needs to be the mouthpiece. We can find someone along the way who he can befriend, or it doesn't even have to be by WrestleMania. It could be like over time. Like let's say they go to WrestleMania, Bobby Lashley gets a championship match, he faces Daniel Bryan, but he loses. Daniel Bryan retains at WrestleMania, which I think might happen anyway. Because after the whole thing with his health and all that stuff, I think he's due for a big win at WrestleMania for the championship. That doesn't mean the program's over. We can still develop things because they develop all the time. Think about the storyline of a new Daniel Bryan who's worried about the planet. He's the planet's champion. He's doing all this stuff. He He's trying to make sure the world is a better place. What if he has no real issue with Bobby? Bobby he eats healthy, obviously. Look at his body. He's a healthy eater. We have a lot in common. We have uh, 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 He doesn't have any issues with the environment. Bobby's a clean dude. What if Daniel sees that as an opportunity? Hey, you're a lot like me. We we do a lot of the same things. We eat the same way. We live the same lives. So what's the problem? Why do you keep listening to them? Why do you keep enabling these people? That's Daniel's real problem with Bobby. He's got nothing to do with who you are. You're a good person. Why do you keep falling in line with these dickheads? Why do you fight for them? They're bullshit. And that's where the real issue is. That way, that can draw attention from other people, people who would come in to support Bobby in the case against Daniel Bryan. Because you can have Daniel Bryan just basically clown him for forever until eventually it's too much. Wait a second, Bobby, you're 280 pounds a fucking man. What are you letting this little-ass goat dude fuck you around for? And then now we see a baby-faced Bobby who's motivated, he's powerful, he's uplifting. All of a sudden now he's due to be the champion. We haven't had an African-American champion yet, except for The Rock, and I do give The Rock credit, unlike some of those people on the internet. I do. I do give him the credit, but the truth is truth. He's half. (laughs) <laughs> Bobby full blown baby and he got That'll the resume that'll be good that would well, actually be good you, you, you're Tony the Rock is half and half one yeah. we are talking curveballs here in the WWE right that's the whole point curveball big man little man match usually little guys baby face usually big guys heel curveball it Daniel's already proven he's a hell of a heel. You just need the right baby face. And it's believable that Daniel would beat Bobby. He's beating yes. the shit out of all of the other big guys. Yep. It's believable. It's the one scenario that is believable. There aren't too many little guys on the roster that beat Bobby last year. And you go, yeah, that makes sense. Indie fan and WWE fan all agree. Daniel Bryan can beat the shit out of Bobby Lashley. <laughs> 100%. So you roll with it. You, you, you have him have the issue. Of, make it a three-way problem. He's not really focused on Daniel because Leo's fucking with him. So they get to WrestleMania. Leo could even fuck him over on the match. That's what causes the matchup. Daniel throws the, the knee at him. He beats him one, two, three. He blames Leo. Maybe there's a Leo payoff at the next pay-per-view because you know after Mania they do like a quick short. I mean, dude, the fucking Saudi Arabia match. There you go. We're going back for the Rumble, right? For the Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. Bobby and Leo, they fuck each other up. Bobby goes on to the Greatest Royal Rumble. He wins that. He gets another match at Daniel and now we've got Fucking super Bobby, y'all pumped up and ready to go, motivated, and fucks up, and he eventually wins the WWE Championship at SummerSlam, which won't be here because we got SummerSlam followed by Mania, so it's not going to be in Brooklyn this year. Whatever that. Oh, you know what? Uh, do the fucking SummerSlam at Denver, Colorado, hometown of Bobby Lashley. Bam. Well, aren't they go. doing it already? I think in uh, LA. Damn. No, they were going back to they're going back to Staples. I did they go back to LA or they're going to Chicago? Fuck that. Go to Denver. <laughs> I mean, the big I, hometown hero. <laughs> I don't know why I feel like they're going to Chicago. I think just to get those all in all in the all in fans. That's probably fine. Chicago would would pop for Bobby. They, oh, like they definitely Bobby. would. They definitely would. 
But who's your final four? I'm, I'm curveballing here. I'm just trying to think out of the box. Who's my final four? Good point. Okay, let's get no. to it. SummerSlam 2019, Canada. That might play out a little bit. It hasn't been overseas. It hasn't been in another country in a long time, though. That would be good, though. Wait, where in Canada? Toronto. Okay, we're good. All right, Bizarro World. We're good. We're in Bizarro World. (laughs) But who's your final four? Final four. Okay, obviously Bobby. Uh, My other other three three for the (laughs) final four. I need a big guy, Braun. Braun would be in my my final four as well. I actually think he might be the last eliminated. Uh, I know we're doing the big heel face thing at the moment. I know I just pitched this whole baby face thing for Robbie, but at the moment he is a heel. So we can do some sort of fuck finish. Or, can, or you can do it clean, to be honest with you, because, you know, Braun at this point, he's losing clean. He's losing dirty. Who gives a shit at this point? Sure. Braun Strowman loses matches in the sleep. I don't even think he's aware of what his record even is at this point. So, yeah, so to, to, it would definitely be Bobby Lashley. He's winning. It would be Braun Strowman. Another um, random-ass pick here, but... I need Drew McIntyre in the final four. I absolutely do. This uh, the Scottish uh, psychopath needs to be involved in some way. Kind of forgot about him for a second. You know, I know, that's the problem. That's why I need him in there. That's why I need him in there. He, he's. I know people are looking forward to. There, I know some people who are picking him to win. Uh, they're like, oh, he's got to win. Him and Brock would. Brock would just bowl right through him. He's not ready. Yet. Give him another year. Give him another year, build up more opponents, more strong. Everybody's wins. looking at him from his indies. He he was like a he was a. a no, but he's had good matches indies. on the main roster too. Since oh, he he's did. Been up, but no, he definitely I mean, did. He's not ready for fucking Brock Lesnar, not yet. Bobby, right now, to me, is tailor made for that fucking for the top picture. That's why I don't want Bobby and Brock. Because if it's Bobby and Brock, Brock's just gonna throw his ass around too, like everybody else. I need I need him, I need Bobby to spend this year being the monster he was before. Well, before we get to Bobby and Brock. Well, see now thinking about it. You could have Finn beat Brock and then have Drew win and then Drew versus Finn. In no world in my entire life do I want Finn to beat Brock Lesnar. It, you might not. A couple no, of people talking, do, though. You're asking me. That's what I'm saying. A couple of people wouldn't mind seeing that. They don't like, <laughs> you know, Brock the sometime champion. It would be a curveball. would be a curveball. It would be a hell of a curveball. Then you have Finn and Drew. That would be an upside. That's like an upside down world. That'll happen. <laughs> or, or even if, let's say Finn wins. And Bobby wins the Rumble, and you can have Drew win Elimination Chamber, and that sets up your WrestleMania. Yeah. Two, two, two get David and Goliath matches. I don't know if I want two David and Goliath matches. I mean, WWE's bread and butter is the monster versus monster. Yeah. I mean, that's they usually. Well, what was it last year? It was AJ and Shinsuke. What was the Universal Title match? It was Brock and. Boom, there you go. No Roman? It was Roman. Roman, okay. Two monsters, monsters, monsters versus monsters. Yeah. You really consider Roman a monster? Samoan monster. WWE does. <laughs> he's a, he's Again, a Samoan monster. Again, you just said, it's not about what I'm thinking. It's what WWE He's thinking. a woman monster. He needs star woman. women. <laughs> he takes away our women. He took the women. That's what he does. Yes. <laughs> And he's a Swiss chincho. I didn't mention my fourth. Now, What's your if, you fourth? No, if you notice, it was very my top, my top, my bottom, my top four is very raw heavy, and that's because uh, it's just think about it. I mean, last year was the same deal, right? We had a SmackDown guy, a Raw guy. John Cena was a wild card, and then it was who the fuck was the fourth? I don't even remember, but I think it's probably a Raw guy. It's always Raw guys. Like unless the only time SmackDown guys were in the finals is when they win. Like when Shinsuke, Shinsuke, Shinsuke was like the one SmackDown guy in that Fatal 4, in that last four, and he won. Quickly Google that. <laughs> yeah, let's Google that one. Go ahead, Google that Google one. Google that okay. shit. 
So uh, just to round out the field, if I had to pick a SmackDown guy as my fourth, uh, I like the idea of it being Joe because uh, he's gonna add, he's gonna add athleticism to that Final Four. You know, Drew's pretty straightaway guy. Braun's pretty straightaway guy. Bobby's got some athleticism, but Joe's normal around here. Joe's the one big guy who can work with all all three of those so, guys. So Joe over Randy after what he what Randy did to him. No, I don't want Randy in the final four. I don't want Randy when you the fucking end of this matchup. Randy needs to be away from all main event shit. I'm done. That's it. His job is to put over other people now, as far as I'm concerned. That's it. I feel you on that one. <laughs> I, st- over, I, still, I still think he's useful. I think he's a great well, course, character. He's, he's a hell of a worker. But he's literally been here for 17 years. I'm fine. Randy, put me over, please. I'm good. Oh, my God. I just said the number out loud. I just realized it's literally been 17 years. Fuck me, dude. 17 years of Randy Orton, dude. RK out of nowhere. How could it be out of nowhere? He's here every day. (laughs) Everybody does that. Everybody does it. How the fuck is it out of nowhere? If you don't see Randy Orton coming at this point, you're a fucking idiot. You haven't been paying attention to the shows. Well, well, so am I going to be able to plug myself? You can plug the fuck out of yourself. What would you like to plug, sir? Well, um, of course, I am. I do wrestle. I do. I do go wrestler, under the yes. name of Matt Awesome. I will be at BWF February second in the main event, um, Team BWF, which consists of me and my tag team partner Johnny Santos and Puerto Rico Inc. versus the Deadly Saiyan Squad. Again, Ooh. one of their members swings a chair like a bitch. I'm just gonna throw that out there again. That was medically diagnosed. Medically diagnosed that somebody swings a chair like a, a bitch. Doctor stated that they swing um, a chair like a bitch. Doctor Martinez actually said that. Um, and besides that, I'm actually not going to be wrestling, but I will be in, um, in the actual building for NEW. I'm actually going to be rooting on my tag team partner, Johnny Santos. He's going to actually be in the Royal Rumble that they're going to have. It's like a little battle royal that they got going on and I'll be rooting him on. Um, hopefully he comes away with the win. And if not, you know, you never know what's going to happen there. Thank you guys for listening to episode 73 here with the Royal Rumble Round round Table. And I got to say, just again, uh, this is, uh, whenever I do the round tables, the round tables are day of specials. I still have uh, another episode coming regularly scheduled on Wednesday, 74. So and that was going to probably be by myself because I have been interviewed up the wazoo. I got Montequilla last week. You two assholes came to my house today. So I'm probably going to be dolo on the next one. But uh, 72 last week uh, interview with Montekia. If you haven't checked that out yet, that's a very special episode. It's very dope. Uh, he got really insightful, guys. We talked about a lot of stuff. Some stuff we probably should not have talked about, but we talked about it on the air. You guys can check that out. Obviously, this is 73, and of course, this Wednesday will be 74. So enjoy the Royal Rumble tonight. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about Takeover, but that's fine. We'll get. Uh, I'll get into the Takeover stuff on this Wednesday show. We'll talk about the whole weekend as a whole, everything going on. So thank you, guys. As a matter of fact, episode uh, 74 is coming up this week. Episode 75, I will now declare on to all of you, that is when all the new shit will be debuting. We got new things, new segments, new guests. This is going to be a whole new or season uncensored mind. So pay attention, folks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for sharing. And, of course, thank you for enjoying. Enjoy the rumble, guys. By the way, my real pick was Jinder Mahal. Bye. Anybody has listen to my daddy's show. Or she needs an extra line.